We're all in super good moods today, everybody. Just wanted Yay. to say. Really, <laughs> yeah. really good moods. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what Gollum does to you. This is what Gollum Aww. does to, to a man. I had nightmares last night. I got PTSD. No, actually, Gollum was lots of fun. Uh, I laughed my ass off at my own ineptitude at gaming. Uh, and as I don't think he'll ever be okay again, but thank you for going through that with me. Uh, welcome to the real BBC bagging, boarding, and chatting. I'll grab some comics and bags and boards in a bit. Uh, I'm got, bagging. I'm approved by the comics code today. I'm sure, it's like 25 years old. Uh, what are you bagging and boarding as? Bagging and boarding some uh, some Batman War games. Oh yeah, so I'm, going, I'm going through the the Batman War games saga. So I'll be going through a multitude of different uh, boots. Is that a girl cover? Huh? Wa Wagner cover. Why did I say girl? It looks like a Wagner cover. It's a Wagner cover. Yeah. Why did I say girl? I was thinking like getting old, dude. It looks like him. It likes yeah. Matt Wagner. Matt Wagner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? it does look Ooh, like it. those muscles. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm in such good mood. Got myself a really nice statue coming. Eventually. And, uh, <laughs> you know, my house, it's, it's the size of a postage stamp. And I was, I set my stream up to start at 1 p.m. today, go from 1 p.m. through to 4, uh, 5 p.m., get an hour, get something to eat, get ready for this stream, get my comics up, backboard, blah. So uh, I finished my stream and had this message from the person I, I bought the statue from. And I thought, oh, they're probably going to go, oh, send it, send it. It's going to be arriving tomorrow, something. And it said, oh, hi, hi, Az. Um, you missed your delivery today. See attached. And they've attached the, the couriers. And it said, we attempted to deliver today at 12.50 uh, p.m. I was at 12.50 before I started streaming when nobody came to my door to attempt a delivery. Do you have a-, a I ate couriers, I ate couriers, I ate them. Do you have a, well, they're, they're not great in your country, dude. <laughs> no. There, there's only one service that actually delivers reliably from here to there and it's FedEx and they're freaking expensive as hell. And expensive as hell, because yep. I know, because I'm, I'm having a bespoke sent to me from the states at the minute and i was like Let, let's let's bypass usps because uh yeah they, 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 they tend to be a shit and b try and find an address good luck and so they went around to all the couriers fedex usp uh you know all of that sort of stuff they were five times more expensive mm-hmm Five times. Oh my god! So I ended up going. Fuck it. We'll we'll risk USPS. And uh, that's a crapshoot. And then internationally, just, yeah. Let's internationally just see what happens. Uh. Wow. Not a very ladylike position, right there. Well, I mean, it's gonna jump on your bones. I like it. I like ah. it. Uh, everything. Hey, you know what's gonna put us in a good mood? The chat. The chat. Hey, chat. Hi, chat. Hi, chat. You'll put us in a good. Hi, chat. It's not. It's not that. It's Stop chat. It's a minor irritants, right? And I'll deal with it. I always deal. What, what I do. What my process is. I get pissed, then I get over it like almost immediately. 
kind of frustrates my wife. Because I'll oh, get yeah. really and mad. By the way, how so? How so? Because she's like, "How do you get way? over stuff so fast?" And I'm like, "I don't know," because I got the next thing to be pissed off about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> on to the next thing. I don't want to be pissed all day. What's up, As? <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and can I just can I just also say, by the way, that um, if you want to fucking ride my coattails and I tell you to fuck off. That's not my fault. That's a you thing. Some people need to hear that as well. Okay. Believe me. Okay. I just wouldn't uh, put a tail on my coat. I was going to say, as I was yeah. waiting for Mulder to go, is that a personal attack or something? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mahler. What you doing? Hello. Good, good. Doing good. Spent basically all day, every day for the past few weeks now editing. You guys in chat, if you want to see it, the results of that will be months from now. I'm not going to be more specific than that. But, uh, you know, so that means it could be two months. It could be four months. It could be ten months. I'm not going to be more specific until I can It's not it a month. We have determined it's not a month. Yes, I it's, can put out that it's not going to be a it's month. It's plural. But, good God, it's big. Not necessarily oh. my biggest. Still gonna leave it mystery, mysterious on that. That's what she said. But uh, but a lot of the a lot of you know the 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 Azes and Garys of the world know what this video will be about. They've even seen pieces of it. But uh, have I seen, sure have I seen pieces of this one? I can't. I think I know I have. I've shown Gary some stuff. It I it's may not. it's wicked good. I've I, oh, I might have seen a couple of things actually. Oh my god, it's good. And still, I got a fucking bunch of other things to do, but. I think you'll like it. There are say. gems. There are gems. Mm. Absolute gems that are going to go down in pop culture history. Hey, See, the thing we like to do, uh, I think all three of us, oh, I'm seeing a big reflection. Yeah, what's that number there? 131. 131. What does that say there? That says Robin. That says Robin. Who's that? Uh, that's Robin. Which Robin? Uh, you need to get like way. That is Tim Obviously Drake. The one that is Tim the Drake. TV show, right? That's Tim Drake Robin. Oh, That's yes, straight. Correct. Uh, the one that likes to crush pussy. Yeah, the one. Okay. That, the one that's been crushing spoilers <laughs> poos for thirty years. That just suddenly uh, got given to a a a gay uh -oh. female writer who just made him gay, and then had a book cancelled after ten issues. Big shock, utter shock. Just, this is my well, Gary. This is my shock face. This this is what's leading into the, uh, I guess the whole point. I can't, I can't. There's one subject I can't talk about because it's the entire subject of my next video. So I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> okay, but one of the consequences of what's going on, uh, you know, flash flopping, and uh, the conversation of superhero fatigue going on, is uh, Comic Con. Comic Con, but real quick, go back. Going back to when I was talking about Mahler, Mahler is very good. Uh, I like to do it too. As likes to do it too. We all like to find quotes, find <laughs> find the cell phone, find the ultimate cell phone. Because if you let adult pretenders and these, and I'm using air quotes, creatives of Hollywood talk long enough, they will fucking bury themselves mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. single time. And quite frankly, it's easy. But it's hard to find the quotes when there's so many now. Mahler has found gems, absolute gems. What What movie, what subject? Oh, I can't tell you. But he's found some fucking gems. I can't wait for you to see them. 
Have oh, I saw? Yeah, I saw the cell phone. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, there's, there's so many. They, <laughs> beautiful. Oh my god. You go digging sometimes, and you find nothing, and then sometimes you find a big old diamond. And you're you like, find Whoa. a big old diamond, like a blood diamond. Then you kill cool. Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever. I don't even remember how that movie ended. To be honest with you, it was so long ago. They they left with the diamond. Uh, they left with the diamond. Oh, that was Titanic. Sorry, I mixed up. Oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, right. The remake? <laughs> it is on the Titanic. Uh, Mahler, you and Metal or Fringy watched the Indiana Jones trilogy? Uh, I mean, Fringy. Recently. You and Fringy. Because uh, mm. Rags would have been with us, but he's on holidays. Okay, wait, wait, like... wait, wait, wait. What does a dog do on Hollywood? Did they? Did they just gosh. open the gate and let him go and then that's hope he comes awesome. back? The, 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 the of, of all the times Rags and Drinker could go on a holiday, they do it right as Indiana Jones the Dial of Destiny. Oh, they out. do it together? Oh. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm just saying it's a bit, mm. it's a bit of a coincidence. Can a dog get drunk? Wait a minute. Drinker Probably. took a holiday this week? Rags gets very drunk. And yes, Gary, and I talked to him about how much of a strange Drinker! That was. <laughs> Cancel your vacation! The world needs your Indiana Jones review. You know what I said to him was, uh, of all the things coming out this year, if this... there was a leaderboard of things we want to hear Drinker's opinion on, the this is number one. number one. <laughs> Absolutely number one. Oh my god. Yeah, I've like cleared all schedules and everything for this mofo. But yes, yeah, rags can get very drunk very quick. Known for this. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, dog. Three beers. Then he's small, down. small dog. So you saw the you Indiana know? Jones, the, the three that exist again. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. watch that crystal thing at mm. some point, probably. Oh, don't just don't. Well, you know me. I gotta know how because they're building that one's canon to them to this new one. So I gotta know if they fuck that yeah. up too. Which will be funny if they do. For example, like you know, they go through all that fucking effort to bring Marion back and have them marry and now they're divorced again at the beginning I, of this one <laughs> and i say again you know what i mean and listen that's a very hollywood thing to do like even back in the 90s and stuff when when uh so and so would get the girl if there was a sequel they were broken up yeah austin powers made a joke of it <laughs> you know so which was great uh but like that's been going on forever um so that's good um uh nerdrotic jr and uh and uh, Melissa watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark last night in the home theater. Mm. I wasn't able to participate. That's really weird because I nearly, I nearly, I was just a bit too tired when I was in bed. And I just, I really nearly did put Raiders of the Lost Ark on. But instead, you put on some Pornhub, had a little whack, put on some... went to sleep. Well, Pornhub. Pornhub. Celebrity Jihad. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. We were talking about the faffeting after the gaming thing last night. As couldn't remember the name, so he called it the Celebrity Jihad. What? <laughs> I was dying. He's all. I can't remember what it was called. The celebrity jihad. <laughs> I'm like, not the fappening. <laughs> I think the celebrity jihad is a better name. To be honest with you, I know. I know what I've heard. I know what I've heard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I should be laughing. <laughs> oh my god. The memes that will come from the celebrity jihad <laughs> it will be glorious. <laughs> Hi, Mahler. Hello. Hello. 
Oh. Okay. Funny enough, uh, Redland Media put out coverage of Temple of Doom. And, they did. Uh, did they? Mike, did they rip it? Much like myself. Well, no, they. I well, from what I haven't seen it fully yet, but it looks like Mike loves it and Rich is like 50-50 on it. I love Temple of Doom. I think it's great, and I'll defend it easily. I will defend That's it too. It. And and I've told you this before, but this is for the audience. I didn't like it that much when it came out. And I was like, fourteen-year-old Gary was like. Fucking the raft thing bugged the shit out of me. I thought that was dumb as fuck, and uh, it is dumb as fuck. It is, it is. But I've grown to love it. I've grown to love. It. So I really freaking like Temple of Doom. For one, it's like the most non-PC Indiana Jones film of them all. Chew the monkey brains. Fuck, do they, they don't give a fuck, and I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. So uh, Kate Capshaw, a little annoying, uh, but. Uh, you know our friends very, of, annoying. very annoying. Very annoying. But she was also in another movie I liked that came out around that time that Creature Features, our buddy at Creature Features just showed Dreamscape. Dreamscape. Oh. Love that movie. I like Dreamscape. It's weird. It's really low budget, but I love it. Uh yeah. Temple of Doom. So I yeah, I saw their video came out and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I like Temple of Doom. Lost Crusade is still my fave. Same. I adore that. Oh, we're talking. We're favorite. talking. You know, between that and Raiders, we're talking. No, Raiders is a thousand yes. times better than The Last Crusade. Okay, sorry. A thousand times. A thousand better? times better. Yes. Yes. My goodness. Yes. Narratively better. It's a little more serious. Marcus Brody is is depicted better in the first one. It's not even effing close. Now you're youngsters and you're gonna like the fun whimsical stuff a what little more. As he just said, <laughs> as is wrong. And as is younger than me, everybody's younger than me right here, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you guys can believe what you want. Right. Was, that an age, was that a discriminatory age thing, he, man, Molly? Is this what do you mean? He thing? did it first. Go after him first. Uh, it's fine. I, I love Last Crusade. Last Crusade's the second best one, okay? No, no doubt. It's freaking awesome. But Raiders is the greatest single movie ever made, period. Okay? So, like, no. F no. Wait, what's um as what's your pick for single greatest movie of all time? Oh shit. Because I know mine. I know Gary's. <laughs> you know mine. Uh this is foul, man. This is tough. What one was nominated for best picture? Well, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And oh, what did we, it, we, what we, did we it fucking like lose the to? Now, do we? Uh, the back then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that is so that's so hard to answer because there's, there's films I I love. I don't know if there's one that I hold in esteem above others, but like if the you know if the, if 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 they said right, you're gonna be stuck on a desert island, and you can only take one film to watch over, and you know that's it. You know, I, I I'd be tempted to take like The Matrix. I do love The Matrix. It, you know, film. it's just got you such feel a, comfortable such a... saying it's your favorite movie of all uh, time no, ever. No. No, I don't. I don't feel comfortable saying that's my favorite movie of all time, but it, I, it's 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 a wonderful film that I do love all to right. watch over Without, and over again. I won't make you commit, but give me some examples of who would be in the running for your favorite movie of all time. Okay, Temple of Doom, uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Matrix, uh, Batman Returns. Mm. Um, I think it's just it's just such a great comic book movie. Um, <laughs> Man. When you said Temple of Doom, did you mean Last Crusade? Did I say Temple of Doom? Yeah. Sorry, I must have because we were just talking okay. about it. Uh, Last Crusade. Sorry. Last Crusade. 
Um, God, then you got stuff like, I mean, you know, Superman. It's a beautiful film. Love Superman. Superman the movie. Um, I love. Uh, you know, like oh my God! Just come up with a fucking answer, as you, you don't need to rattle off a thousand movies. Just give us one fucking movie for fuck's sake. <laughs> I could. I, I watch John Wick over and over and over and over again. I watch The Equalizer, which is not the greatest movie of all time, but I, but I watch that over and over and over and over again. <laughs> he um, continues to list off twenty fucking movies. Hell and one Space Odyssey. I just get lost in that, you know. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I just get lost in that. Uh, Lord of the Rings Lord greatest the Rings trilogy. Greatest trilogy. Greatest single and... movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's. It's, see, when you know, you know. I've known that since I saw it. Since I walked out of that theater, I'm like, that's the greatest fucking movie I've ever seen. That gave me everything I like. That gave me everything I liked. Now, <laughs> it's a toughie moment. It's, it's obviously, tough. he can't answer the question, but thank you for taking 10 minutes to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask him to give me an example. Right, I am sorry for be. talking and creating conversation on a fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> I apologize. I know you're a busy man, Gary. I accept you your apology. Right now, but we got to go. <laughs> Thank a you. Good night. Okay? <laughs> oh I really, genuinely, just wanted a goddamn answer. <laughs> oh, Gary. Hey, I've just seen a cover. I've just seen this cover. Who's this? Who's that on the cover? You know who I could is? give a guess, judging by the, the text. title. <laughs> Does it say? Is it Electro? Oh, no, no, okay, okay. No, oh, is it is it Batgirl? No, it's not Batgirl, Mola. No, I just guessed Electro. That's closer, right? She's oh no, red. no, this is DC. <laughs> She's Marvel, mate. Oh, no, I, I, oh, fucking. Who's that, Gary? <laughs> I can't see it. Hang on, oh, blow him up. Let me. Let me uh, the solo. Scarlet Pimpernel. Wow. Asian uh, with a eye patch. Female Asian eye patch. Not me. We're on a blank right now. I didn't read that title. Did Marvel and DC ever do co crossover things in comics? This is uh, this is Link. Links, okay. I didn't read Batgirl. Yeah, she, uh, she appeared in. Wasn't it Robin? Was it Robin? No, Robin Two was Joker's Wild. Robin, I think it's Robin Three. Robin or Robin Three miniseries before the main series. Mm. Wasn't a big reader of the Robin Threes and the Batgirls. Okay. I was more of a Marvel guy. Reading everything more. There was there was Snake, wasn't there? Snake was it Snake yeah. who was uh I always thought that um Not Lady Shiva is... Lady Shiva was the trap. That was the trap was to say Lady Shiva. That was the uh -huh. trap. I was I thought Gary was gonna say possibly go Lady Shiva. No. You know how um Links it's like when the desperate Links time I know when the I didn't read that desperate book. it goes multiverse. I would have thought the final stage for Marvel and DC would be a crossover, right? That would be like their last gas, Batman versus Spider-Man or something. What, well, you they've mean... done stuff. They've done that. They did amalgamation. Yeah. Did, well, uh, no, I'm saying for the movies now. For the movies, that would be, that would be their last, last gasp. That will never happen. I would just... No? Not unless Warner Brothers sold off DC, which, I mean, mm. is a possibility. I mean, people talk about, like, Disney selling Lucasfilm, which is, I would say, next to zero. As close to zero as you can get. Warner Brothers... Hmm. They were $50 billion in debt a year ago. I don't know what that is now. I'm sure it's still tens of billions of dollars. That's insurmountable. That's well, where, the, where have they crazy. made money? 
Where? Where I don't know where they're going to make money. Exactly. If, okay. Like, well, that's the the whole shell game that Hollywood is right now. It's falling apart and it's getting crushed by the streamers. You know, uh, the big tech streamers who do have liquid like Apple and Amazon, and Hollywood's basically on their teat right now. And the investor money is gone. So, like, yeah, reality is setting in with Paramount. Paramount's going to eventually have to go to licensing. That's that's pretty clear. They're going to have to become part of a bigger streamer. Uh, oh, well. Warner Brothers probably going to be, become part of a bigger streamer. Um, Apple will buy their way in, and some people like what they do, but they don't have a footprint in pop culture at all because of their proprietary bullshit. Uh, and it's available everywhere now. But people still see Apple as proprietary. Like Android users, we are just programmed not to touch Apple stuff anymore. So I, you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to Apple TV. I don't think I ever will. There's nothing there that has made me want to subscribe to Apple TV. Oh, and I cover pop culture. Yeah, I see a lot of big stars and uh, a lot of potential woke programming from a really woke company that enslaves people in China. I should have asked. Hey. You, by the way. Um, you have to keep it in a lower time than ads pulled it off. But actually, go. What's your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> Nine words or less. Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So if you look at it at like most watchability, I'd probably say between that and Lion King were like my two I can watch forever and ever and ever and ever. So see how quickly she answered that question because she knew. Mola said. Give me some examples, Gary. Don't blame it on Mullen. Some examples. It, what's your favorite all-time movie? Asked. Your mom. <laughs> Which one? Which mom, as? <laughs> that one. <laughs> Which one? I have two. You got to be specific. See, you can't even answer that. And I, I will say, the original <laughs> question was, what is your favorite movie? So he's got a point. You know? he's got a little, little what's your favorite movie, Mahler? Prestige. There you go. See, see how quickly oh, okay. you answered. The That's a damn good movie. Damn, damn good movie. Prestige, love it. It's my favorite Nolan movie. I'm not even that fond of him as a creator. <laughs> I like Insomnia. I think that's really good. I didn't. Like I like Insomnia. his like his his first half of his work right now. The second half, not so much. You know, well, with uh, Tenet and um, what are those? Interstellar, obviously. I told... Inception. I wonder how that's aged. Melissa can back me up on this oh. one because she was with me in the theater. We were watching Insomnia, and the guy in front of us was snoring and throughout the whole fucking movie, and we are just laughing and ruining it. That's the one movie you're allowed to sleep in, okay? That's kind of like Inception. <laughs> oh, well, so a dream going on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Inception. I haven't seen it in years, though. I've only seen it like. I, I, Inception's I good. I feel like I want to watch it now just to see how it has aged. Okay, also, that that poll, by the way, Gary, is your answer to that Lord of the Rings or Indiana Jones? I can't remember. Uh, so the poll is, what is your favorite trilogy? Oh, Lord of the Rings is my favorite trilogy, but any would be a very, very close second, like extremely yeah, close. I think second. that's fair. That's probably what I would say as well. But Lord of the Rings is better because it's. Uh, I like Temple of Doom, but like if we want to compare second movies, Two Towers is better. It's got mm. a better ending. Uh, but Return of the King, Last Crusade, really equal footing, I'd say. Fellowship, Raiders, equal footing. I think it's that second movie. What do you think, guys? I think it's one huge. Isn't it? It's one huge. Well, you can say that about Indiana Jones. No, no, you of. can't. You can't. 
No, you can't. I just did. Because because Temple of <laughs> Doom, for starters, is a prequel to Rage yeah, of the Lost Yeah, at it the is. end of the it first is. one, it goes, and then he has a little flashback, and it's a really long <laughs> flashback. I imagined when you did that, your tentacles were going like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like Marion. Uh, remember, there was a time I was running around with a little Asian boy and a blonde woman in India. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck were you doing? And he's uh, like, fighting, uh, fighting a death cult. And uh, my mind was taken over. And, and I freed a bunch of kids. As you'd remember, Gary, one of the strangest and quickest Dan Aykroyd cameos ever. Yes, I remember. He's a very British man and he's organizing a plane for them, but then he's gone forever. And it's like, okay. All right. Very strange. He must have been on set that day just being like, yeah, I'll do a role. Fuck it. Yeah, he, they just wanted to get him in a, a, a cameo. Those were good. That was like, ooh, such a sweet spot for movies, those early 80s films. I watched Look The Sword and the Sorcerer on Saturday. Love that movie. It's so low budget. Lee Horsley. It's freaking awesome. Good movie. Uh, hey, what should we talk about first? Let's talk about Comic-Con. Don't, don't leave it open. Let's talk. Like, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Oh, that's that. no. They're gonna be like Gollum, Gollum, Gollum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gollum, Gollum. Well, um, I you know I honestly can't tell what a good game is in a bag. Uh, I had more fun playing Witcher Three. Uh, that's mm. a more enjoyable experience. Uh, Gollum was pretty boring, no matter how bad I was at it. Like it's just climbing and chasing a fucking bird. Like that's all I did was chase a fucking bird. Like, I couldn't even get, like, people are like, oh, they really take, you know, liberties with the lore. I'm like, I don't remember Gollum <laughs> chasing a fucking bird for an hour or two hours that I did. But in all fairness, Gary, I it did... took you two hours to get to that point. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not so much. Me and Az aced that level, okay? We have Gollum pros. Are we still in the introduction for Gary? I, yes, I am in the Probably. tutorial, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And I never got out. And, and I never got out. And, like, right when I was making progress, I accidentally restarted the game. <laughs> yes. I lost my checkpoint. Uh, so close to complete the tutorial. <laughs> I fucking... I was so pissed. It was like, is there no way to go back? Is there no way? No. No, it was so way, nice. No. Gary had to do it twice. There no, is. this game is great. It's one of those games that when you fuck up, uh, it punishes you for it being shit. Uh, let's take a look at the Comic Con schedule. I'm going to send you the link. Excellent. I posted it last night. There were some additions. Uh, I think we have more uh, LGBTQ uh, trans representation in comics panels. Thank God. Uh, but something is pretty empty. Let's see if it's comics still... that don't sell. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nope. Still empty. Here we go. So I'm going to put this link in the private chat. Booyah. Remember when Ray Ooh. Fisher got mad because Joss Whedon wanted him to say booyah? <laughs> Do you know, as someone who's so unfamiliar with the comics, I heard that out of context, and I was like, that's a little odd, I guess. Is he so adamant for him to say booyah? The, the first thing I read about it was like, oh, that's Cyborg's, like, that's his thing. He says that all the time. Oh, yep. well, 
That's Just probably say why. the fucking line. Mm-hmm. I don't find it in character with my incredibly damaged cyborg in this film. Is that what he said? I thought he just said it was racist. He d- he Who did. Is yeah. Racist? Yeah. Ray, Ray Fisher sounds like he is a total pain in the ass to work with, and he better hope Zack Snyder just hires him for the rest of his life. Because is he in Rebel Moon? Yep, he is. Right? Yeah. Is he? You guys excited for Rebel Moon? No, not in the slightest. Are you? <laughs> what? Oh, thank God! It's going to be two parts. <laughs> well, Rebel Moon. Yes, we're only getting that's part it? one. That's all Snyder's doing. He's doing Rebel like Moon Part sagas. One and Two. No, no, he's starting a whole like it, this is this was his turn down Star Wars movie, so it's a rated R Star Wars. It even has lightsabers in it. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it does. Zack Snyder's Star Wars. Has, I, uh, sure. It has Darth Vader in. It. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be edgy as fuck. His name is Darth Gator. <laughs> I'm gonna say fuck. Oh. oh yeah that worked out so well for star trek didn't it which we'll talk about in a little bit yeah i, I, went, I saw the flash again yesterday because my mate i haven't seen my mate in six months and, and we went to the cinema he, he thought it was okay yep but again that final light well that not final light but when when the bruce wayne gets out of the car at the end and everyone just goes who the fuck are you <laughs> it's just I laughed again. I laughed again. There was so a couple he. times I laughed. I did laugh in the movie, but uh, there was also a couple times I laughed at the mo- uh, at the movie. So, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Remember when more than when a couple Ezra times? Ezra Miller Flash, wh- whichever one of them, puts his leg on uh, Batman, and then Batman just stares at him, and then he takes it down. That it was that combined with once Batman uh, repels up or you know things up the thing, and then just tosses him to the floor. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. My mate laughed when he put, Dude, it's to put not his leg like, on, up on Batman. It's it's. As I said in my review, I would if I was forced to watch something over again, I would watch Flash over anything, fucking Marvel Phase Four outside of No Way Home, anything, like without uh, yes. a doubt, just yeah. to watch the yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton and Batman scenes. I, that that's what I watch. You still have to go through that first half though. But think about it. Think oh. about it. The <laughs> Days of Future Past, X Men, you know, like uh, uh, Days of Future Past had a better speedster scene in 2014 than. The modern Flash was, movie. Mm-hmm. It was weird, dude. I saw the, this viral post about how speedster scenes are now evolving into everything else goes hyper slow, which is like a de evolution of what we should be doing, which is like they go really fast and they compare it to Incredibles and um, fuck some other movie. I can't remember. But if you remember now, Quicksilver in X Men in like Age of Ultron and stuff, a lot of their speed is represented by everything else slowing down. Slowing down. For me, I. I like both. I like it when everything yeah. goes really fast, but I also like it when things slow down. I think you can definitely fast. mix them both in, and Incredibles yeah. still does it the best. It does everything. It's the best Fantastic Four movie, uh, one of the yes. best superhero <laughs> movies, period. Uh, but, you know, things end. Things just do. And there's been a lot of conversation about the superhero fatigue. I've got an entire video mm-hmm. coming out about it, pop- probably today, after this uh, this live stream. Um Ooh. Hint. You're going to talk about whether it's real? I, it's real. Oh, I know it's real. <laughs> it's fucking real. <laughs> it is real. And and the argument of the good bit, I, I, I talk about it. But um, yes, good movies will still be watched by people. Mm-hmm. That that's that doesn't mean that your that this trend is going to continue. Okay, there's still occasionally a good western. There's still occasionally to some people, I hate musicals, but there's still a good musical occasionally. 
but they're not the driving force. Uh, that means yeah. fatigue. That means fatigue. It's it's the, yeah, like if a really successful Western comes out now, it's not like someone says, ah, see, they never went away. Right. Like, exactly. Well, they did. But like, they, they really you know. did. Uh, which is too bad because I fucking loved them. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the biggest points of this is uh, is Comic Con. Uh, I mean, there's also there's other factors which I get in the video, but the one I didn't get into in the video that we can talk about here uh, hit the cutting room floor. I couldn't make it 25 minutes long. I was gonna kill poor Garrett. Uh, was this? Uh, this is Comic Con schedule. Now, to be fair, they schedule stuff pretty close to the vest. Pretty like the, you, you won't get a complete schedule until about a week and a half, two weeks before the con. But there's always like a we're less than a month out, and there would be some movies here. There would be more than one TV show. Uh, let's scroll down slowly. Let's start out with Thursday. No movies. Mm -hmm. One TV show. Ghosts. Mm -hmm. Let's scroll down. Okay, and then we got some dumb comic book stuff. Uh, you know, uh, you know what would be exciting if Chris yeah. Gore had an Attack of the Dock panel. And mm. they, they didn't. Ooh, they, didn't they didn't shove him off to like fucking Thursday at the Marriott. There's a lot more open space. So Comic Con, your boy Chris Gore, who's been going there for years, give him an Attack of the Dock panel. Okay. Um. So. So good. Uh, scroll. It's such a great talk. It really is. I fucking show it there. Show it there. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um. Friday. Big day. Thursday. Okay. You're thinking. Ah, it's not that big of a day. Friday's a pretty big day. Uh, nothing. Uh, the only thing I am even remotely interested in is on Friday, and it's in the TV. It's the Continental. Mm. That's the only thing that sounds somewhat cool to me. Okay, now. Uh, That's the John Wick TV show, right? Scroll down to Saturday. Yes. Yeah, that is the John Wick TV show. Uh, oh, we got. Oh, look at this. No movies. That's the one with Rebecca Downey. But it? television, oh, thank God, Critical Role's going to be there. Woohoo. <laughs> I'm Critical so work. excited. Uh, ballroom 20 is pretty big. Uh, room 6A, decent size. They're not Hall H. And heels. They're going to take them 15 minutes to go through the fucking pronouns. Uh, it, well, after their land acknowledgement. They'll have to do the land acknowledgement first, then their pronouns, and then the panel will be over. And then they're going to say, black people are orcs and interracial relationships yeah. are bad. You know well, what? It, it, and dragons listen, now, it? That, well, that D&D, &D, it needs to be niche. It's like I, I, I knew once the hipsters in Hollywood got a hold of it, it would just <laughs> go to crap. Uh, okay, so Saturday, no movies. This is your biggest day. This is your biggest day in Hall H. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing, announced. Oof. Um, Sunday, no movies, no TV, nothing. Even even uh, Mark Ballar uh, responded to my tweet last night. I'll just read it off uh, with a very good response. Very good. Re Hail Mark Ballar. He's a great writer. Love what he's That's doing. What I can't wait to get him on the show. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I just showed the schedule's empty. I've become obsessed with this the past couple of days, though. I really think we allowed our biz to be consumed by another industry at these shows. Absolutely correct. Clapping the talent up to our old green room and very few of uh, the, uh, the new mainstream fans actually buying comics. It never translated into buying comics. He's 100% right. I told him he wasn't yeah. wrong. 
Um, and also, and you know, Mark Millar has a foot in both world worlds. You know, he makes stuff for streaming, but he still is a comic writer first. And he he's even said that he's like, listen, I'm I've got my feet in both worlds, but I'm a comic writer first. You know, uh, the Chuck Dixons of the world who just love writing comic books, the John Burns of the world who just love comic books. They were driven out of the industry, and a lot of people who maybe would have stayed were lured out by the temptation of, in the early days, a movie. I was I was on Artist Alley. Uh, I was right next to the Boondocks guy when he got his TV offer, right? So, and it was big money to people. I, uh, I don't know what he got, but I know that there were agents from Hollywood in the early 2000s rolling around Artist Alley and offering up five ten thousand dollars $10,000 for your property, and that's, to an artist, that's a lot of money, but you're giving your stuff away forever to a studio that may do nothing with it. So, I mean, is it worth $5,000, bucks? Not really, but it's, it's you know, they, they a lot of people took it and they lost their shit. Uh, so the movies became the temptation, and then streaming came in and became the temptation, and then everything started being written as uh, streaming scripts that were put into comic books. I mean, fuck, entire publishers came out to, to the, like, Black Mask and stuff, uh, was there to do it. And it just killed the industry because, um, God, there was a great tweet. I'm going to try to paraphrase it. Uh, comics, comic, book, uh, comic book journalists are people who desperately want to work in, in an industry or cover uh, work in an industry where people desperately don't want to work in that industry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's really that was on point. It was really on point. Um, and that's what comics has become. It's a bunch of people with one foot out the door all the time, and it degraded and degraded. Uh, retailers didn't help either. Diamonds, uh, uh, you know, uh, monopoly, but that monopoly had a lot to do with nobody wanting to compete with them. So it's kind of an accidental monopoly, but it was still a monopoly and it degraded the industry to what it is now, which is uh, graphic novels are 79%. Uh, the, the ones that are sold are manga and the American comic book <clears throat> graphic novels is like 6% and that's in the United States. And, they Hollywood never respected the source material. They abandoned the source material. The publishers didn't really respect it. They respected Hollywood more. Then they stopped respecting the customers. And now we're at an empty Comic-Con. Oh, wow. And there's reasons for it. It's the WGA strike. Uh, apparently, SAG might, uh, the Film Actors Guild, uh, might come, at, might have, have a deal in place, it looks like. But that doesn't matter because if you can't write anything... Uh, you can't act in anything, but they might be able to show up. There might be some last-minute stuff, but they can't really promote stuff, or the showrunners can't promote stuff. We'll have to see. In, in all fairness, I mean, for all of this that you're talking about, we we can't deny that comics didn't help themselves in any capacity here. No, they didn't. They absolutely didn't. Uh, the con didn't. I mean, the con is nonprofit, but other cons didn't help either, and it just became Starfests. Right? No, but sorry, sorry. What I mean is, uh, industry didn't help itself to adapt to these uber popular films. So uh, you know, you you would you would you would have these no, uber popular films. No, they, they did. Were, they were now doing all new, all Marvel, changing everything. Well, unrecognizable. The publishers' attitude, and you're right. The publishers' attitude was the movie should do stuff for us. We're the source material. It's like no, that's not how it fucking works. The publishers, you need to work together. But maybe, yeah. I don't know. 
have Captain America be alive in a Captain America comic book when the Captain America movie comes out? That That's might a good be good idea. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Maybe, maybe have a continuity of the movies that go outside of the movies, even if it's mini series or, or maxi series. The only or, time or trade paperbacks. The only something. time. The only time it worked for mainstream comic books uh, relating to sales during my tenure was Iron Man One. Iron Man 1 relaunched right when Iron Man the movie came out. Uh, and they weren't like one-for-one one adaptations at all. But Tony Stark looked like Tony Stark. Tony Stark looked like Tony Stark. Iron Man looked like Iron Man. Iron Man looked like Iron Man. And they had an uh, interesting story that was a compliment to what was going on in the movie. Not directly. It was just a good story. And, yes, they sold. Like, Iron Man turned. Uh, it went from, in my store, being subscribed to by about 10 or 12 people to 100 within a month. So this is a, a, a subscriber boost of 10 times. That's fucking amazing. But it never happened again. But you know what movies did directly relate to comic book sales? Sin City. It was like printing money. And Sin City what wasn't the, like... The Spirit? How was, how'd that go? No, not well. No. Uh, I bet Invincible did a bit for uh, shifting some Invincible. I'm sure I wasn't selling, or... but I'm sure it did because it was accurate. Uh, Watchmen... Uh, boosted uh, sales that were already pretty good anyway, to be honest with you. Watchmen never had a problem selling, uh, but it boosted. But that Sin City was like printing money. It was crazy. Uh, because it looks so much like the comic book. Mm -hmm. it, it was pretty easy formula, but uh, Hollywood got away from that. And now, you know, Marvel, who this was the place that was supposed to get it right. And and they're getting it as wrong as uh, as a studio in the '90s adapting us as the '80s Punisher, which is probably more accurate than anything Marvel is doing right now. Punisher, who's he? Oh yeah, they go. They stopped who, who's him. Right? He? They retired him. So like, uh, oh, it, that it, that that. By the way, Marvel retiring, and that is the correct word that they use. Uh, Marvel retiring the Punisher shows exactly is is an absolute ep epitome of how the industry puts the creators and their politics put themselves ahead of their characters and their stories. It's an absolute epitome of that. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter if the if the character is an anti-hero. That shouldn't matter. But because they're so so fucking up their own ass with with um, ban guns and. Uh, shooting, shooting people in cold blood and blood and retribution and all this sort of stuff. They're so fucked in the head about that. This is what you get. You get the the absolute disillusionment of uh, of the Punisher character. Uh, so yeah, Marvel. Uh, it, it's all. I keep saying this, but it's so true. It's all self inflicted gunshot wounds. Yep. All of this. Oh yeah. They're uh, just they're just doing this, and it's not to the foot. Not shooting themselves in the foot. They're putting a loaded gun to their head and they're blowing the fucking brains out and going, why, why am I dead? Why is the industry dead? Chuck Dixon said especially it. especially strange when they confirmed. Didn't they confirm uh, Benthol's back at some point with yes, the, in the, the Daredevil show? Uh, yeah. In the yeah. Daredevil show that they're is They're keeping him alive production. in live action, but they're killing him in the source. It's like, okay. Well, maybe maybe they're going to kill him in the show. Maybe. Have you ever thought of that? Wouldn't surprise me. No, I wouldn't put it past. Wouldn't him. surprise me. I mean, like sell the Punisher. 
Well, no, yeah, if you no, guys no, can't no, handle you, it, give someone the point, else. Gary, you're missing the point. They don't want to get rid of the Punisher to give. No, they want to. They want to bury it. I, I didn't miss the bury point. The character. Yeah, yeah. But you, you knew that. But that that shows. I mean, that is. Uh, I would say that's Exhibit A. If uh, Chris ever wants to do uh, a trial on on Marvel and pop culture altogether, that is Exhibit A of agenda prioritizing over uh, being prioritized over profits because the Punisher can make money. Yeah, they'd forever. never be able to make an argument that no one likes Punisher anymore. Yeah. Now, will they stop making Punisher T-shirts with the Punisher skull on it? Well, I saw there was because that makes more money than any of the comics. Well, I know a manufacturer that does uh, the, like pun the Punisher symbol on their clothing. And uh, they've announced that they are stopping the line. So maybe, yeah. So that's so prioritizing. Maybe, maybe they have to license the. That's prioritizing a, a political agenda over profits because Marvel wants to believe that the Punisher symbol has been adopted by the right, which uh, everyone progressive calls the far right. There's no just right. It's just no, all. It's all far right. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Nazis. Because anything left, anything right. Of the uh, the extreme far left are, are Nazis. Now. National That's... socialists. Socialists. National socialists. National as you kept saying in your video. Socialists. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I bet you could tell. <laughs> Thanks for watching, buddy. Uh, By the way, I went to that shop and I bought a fucking truckload of t-shirts, hoodies, baseball caps, all kinds of merch that had it on, and uh, so that's now getting shipped. So yay. Oh, yeah, i got to find some good triggering shirts to wear at Comic-Con. So Punisher symbol, my ISOM shirts. Make uh, Marvel mail. Make Marvel, make Marvel mail again. Mail oh, again. make Marvel mail again. I'll walk around Comic-Con with that shirt on. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, if I eventually get my ass to America and meet up with Chris Gore and we're going to go around to one of these conventions or whatever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go around with him wearing that. Oh, hell yeah. Well, when you eventually get around, we're getting a motorhome. We're going to take you places, man. So, ah, uh, no, look at that. Ooh, that's cool. I haven't got mine yet. I can't see. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Here, let me make that bigger. Uh, That's what she said. That looks awesome. Mm. Nolan's the man. So, with, uh, I mean, superhero fatigue is not causing directly marvel and okay go back to the uh article go back to that link and go scroll all the way down and it shows canceled studios <laughs> so we got to put that in um said, as needs but, to shoot some guns but um uh, yes as needs to shoot some guns from the why <laughs> yeah yeah we could both go to the same place so not attending uh lion's gate lucasfilm no real guns not your little nerf gun there uh marvel studios netflix Sony, Universal Studios, Warner Brothers is firmly at a wait and see. They've got no fucking money, but like, dude, James Gunn would have this place to himself to announce his new Superman. So, that's, I, I don't think anybody will, to be honest with you. I, no, here, here's what will happen. People, people will go crazy at Comic-Con. You got the home team there. People will go nuts at Comic-Con, just like they were going nuts for The Flash. Dude, I was at a fan screening in San Antonio. It was packed people were cheering for that movie and i'm like wow maybe i'm wrong on um, this one whatever i didn't we, like it getting the announcement of clark and lois this week 
why would they That's do it I this heard, yeah. week? Why? They've got three different pairs. They've got three different Clarks and Loises that the screen test. Well, if they announce it before Comic-Con, then they're not going to be at Comic-Con. <laughs> I think that pretty much answers the question. Does, would that surprise you? It no. wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all. Not at all. But um, the, the studio's pulling out, and like they could have come up with something. Some, like I, I don't understand like why you can't have a producer go out and announce shit. I, I, that, I just don't buy that. So uh, I think part of it is they don't have the money. They don't have the desire. They don't have enough stuff to come out because it's all going to get delayed. Remember, um, like I think Thunderbolts and Deadpool are still on the docket for next year. Here's the mm. problem. Thunderbolts ceased production, and Deadpool just started filming. And they want it to come out in May of next year. That's in less than a year. Here's the other problem. Here's the other Dead problem. Thunderbolts full stop. I think. Oh, Perry, they don't if want you're to grind to a halt, though, do they? They don't want Marvel to stop. Well, it might have to, because here's the problem with Deadpool. And uh, Perry, here's the other article I was talking about. You guys don't know what this is about. My video. Uh, there's a Collider article that talks about. Uh, it's from May 24th. Ryan Reynolds cannot improvise on the set of Deadpool 3, and all of his best lines came from improvisation because of the writer's strike. Improvisi improvisation oh. is considered <laughs> writing. So they are filming, and Ryan Reynolds can't improvise at all. It's against the rules. And there's going to there be little... any kind of loophole on that? Like, oh, shit, I accidentally said that I didn't improvise. Uh, there's going to like, be, can they, can they do some loophole shit? They can try. Oh. And I'm sure they will try that shit, but there will be WGA Hawks on the set. Like, absolutely. And, and there'll be teamsters who will squeal. And, uh, so, uh, and, and somebody put up a great tweet of like, wow, what could possibly go wrong with Wolverine meeting Deadpool during a writer's strike? And then they show the image of Wolverine origins. <laughs> Which they, need, they need a writer's strike, strike joke in there. They need a scene where they just start talking and stop. And it's is just there, like, uh, what's going on? He's just like, I can't say anymore. The writer's gone astray. Is That's the improvising. That the script has been written, and so they're allowed to use whatever's the on the written pages. script. You cannot embellish at all. Can they claim? <laughs> of course they can. The I, of course they are, and of course they can. And there's tons of loopholes, and they're using oh. them. But the problem is, uh, just do it and be called a scab. You'll be called a scab. Uh, oh yeah, I was that's... about to say. There's nothing. Does anything law related happen if they do it? Uh, if they improv, if they improv, Will Ryan Reynolds just be seen as an asshole. Oh, uh, I think they can get fined. Uh, right. And uh, also the power of the unions. Uh, th there's a lot of damage they can do, and being labeled a scab is kind of. Well, I mean, it's not quite mm -hmm. as bad as being labeled a snitch in prison. I mean, I doubt you're going to get shanked for being a scab, but you could. Well, if you were a teamster back in the day, you could. Hell yeah. Well, um, because... Hold on, two secs, knock it the door. Go. Because, of course, uh, good old X-Men Origins Wolverine. I mean, it would have been cool to have known you when that came out, Gary. Talking about Deadpool getting his mouth sewn shut. That was possibly one of the most bizarre decisions anyone could ever have made ever about anything. Benioff. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. our boy <laughs> Benioff <laughs> from Game of Thrones who did that. Uh, it was during... I think it was because of... The during the writer's strike, they tried to blame a lot of shit. Uh, Tom Rothman... Was involved in that too. Uh, who's running Sony right now? I'm sure, everybody's excited about that Craven film. Oh, uh, yeah, that movie fucking sucks. I almost now, feel like it's it's like 
it's like pre-flops. <laughs> it's, it is. It well, that's that's when when that movie came out. People were talking about superhero fatigue back then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, dude. I uh, I think if you go and watch the Thor two review from Red Letter Media, you'll find I'm talking about superhero fatigue yep. setting in. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't confirm that for sure. That's always been my memory, but I know that they've been talking about it for a long time, long time. Phase Phase two was probably the main time everyone was like, "Okay, come on now." We've had our big Avengers, you know, calm down. And it's like, <laughs> so I think everyone looks at that and it's like, see, so it's not, there is no fatigue. It's not happening. It's like, well, I mean, it's, it'll happen eventually, but where will it be? And it's like, fatigue I think is when there's all these flops. Surely this makes sense. Yeah. You, you don't want to get too like, I guess, autistic about it. But when, when mm-hmm. fatigue happens, we still get good movies, but it's yeah. in the most simplest terms. It's when we get way more bad than good. And it's not just superheroes. It's blockbusters. It's Hollywood. It's everything right now. Well, and out of everything that's flopped so far, are there any of them what we would call even okay? The flops that... said them all bad? Uh, I would argue there's more successes that were complete shit. Um, uh, yeah. But out of I'm the I'm just f- saying, like, flops. Quantumania we all thought was shit, of yeah. course. Uh, Fear of the Gods, I don't even know if you two saw it. <laughs> but it was, well, it was I mean, The Suicide Squad was a flop. A massive flop. Yeah, and I'd, I'd happy to say that was good. So, yeah, okay, we that kind of illustrates the point a bit better. The, but, the being a good movie won't be enough. But superhero fatigue will be, I mean, like, some stuff just flies under the radar, like Dread. Dread is universally yeah. loved, is considered one of the greatest adaptations of all time, and it did shit in the movie theater. Couldn't get a sequel, yeah. couldn't get a TV series made, couldn't get anything made. But amongst fans, it is highly respected. It's one of my favorites. Uh... It's going to be, we talked about this, Mahler. It's going to be when Superman Legacy comes out and it's an 8 out of 10. Everybody walks out of it, critics, fans, and we're going, solid movie. Fucking solid movie. And it does 600 million worldwide. Cool. That's that's fatigue. And that's the thing. There'll be people out there who'll be like, that's good. And you'll be like, no. Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. I'm surprised that the Batman did 750. Yeah, I would have thought it would do more than that. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a feeling on the air that the second one ain't going to do that good. I, no. I could see the second one doing 600. 600. It does. It's like, are they really going to go for another one after that? It's a lame duck. Got the other I, thought the would, yes. I thought the Flash would do 700. So. <laughs> hey, Less than half of that at this point. Guardians, Guardians uh, 3 is at 831. It's approaching doing mm-hmm. almost as good as Guardians 2, not adjusted for inflation, because if you adjust for inflation, Guardians 2 did way better. Um and it com- but the problem is it comes out in digital in about 10 days. You can rent it digitally, and then uh, in August, it'll be on Blu-ray and everything else. I, I ended- That's done insanely well. The legs but it's done Because like, ins- that opening weekend was terrible. It was terrible, but it had and great they- legs. Yeah, and legs, that's yeah. word of mouth. Word of mouth is still the best marketing of all time. Because the biggest weakness the Marvel franchise has had is no legs. Like That's been yes. the consistent element. So the Guardians film managed to get past <laughs> that. The Flash fucking didn't. <laughs> Not that it's Marvel, but you know what I mean. I mean, for the, the Flash is the Flash is like. Uh, I mean, it's got no. Le- I mean, there's zilch legs there, dude. It had got- an 
81 percent after a week 81 percent yeah. friday to friday drop friday to friday, that yeah. is unfucking believable yeah because i thought what we would be saying i thought what would be reported is like oh the drop is not bad and it's like well it's yeah but i mean the the initial you know ratings weren't that good so a uh, not so bad drop is expected but no the drop was terrible anyway and it's like yep. oh shit no uh the number one movie of the weekend was across uh was miles morales too um yes. and and everybody's like everybody's calling it a big victory uh but as steve dace pointed out i put this in my video i'm spoiling it um that's horrible we are in the middle of summer blockbuster season and a movie that's been out for three weeks is number one at under 20 million <laughs> that's yes. bad that is fucking terrible now uh, yeah, the flash should be the flash should be ruling this this is the yeah. film that particularly for dc should be ruling yeah. michael keaton batman ben affleck batman you the think, Flash. Uh, if Mission Impossible like murders at the cinema sort of thing, then that'll just be extra proof that like, yeah, it looks. I, I the think. Fatigue. How could how else could explain it? At that I point? think it's going to do well. Uh, I think, so I think it's going to do over a billion, but then I've heard that it's not tracking particularly great right now. I guess it would be fair to say it won't do as well as Maverick, perhaps. But I mean, you know, I can see it doing it, a billion though. I can see. Mission I think so too. Uh, yeah, I can see it doing a great film. The weird of mouth plus Wood, the yeah, 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 Tom Cruise plus an action film, and they seem to be in right now. Hmm. Well, it, it's got tons of goodwill. Like it's got uh, amazing goodwill. Like they're going out there making these fun videos and the stunts, and they're like, "We just love doing this stuff." And it's like, and it's it's like they're doing this cutting edge rocket sciencey stuff of let's just talk about our movie and have fun. But isn't it? I, but there's a cleverness behind this marketing, right? Oh, yeah. They know just, exactly what they're doing. It's not just we're having fun, right? They are showing you a full-on practical, really yeah. dangerous stunt. Okay, as they're also, uh, uh, they're also, they're also completely aware of what the marketing has been in Hollywood. They, they're very fucking oh, yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. They know oh, exactly absolutely. what they're doing, and they're going the complete opposite with it, yes. and it's working. Yes. <laughs> Would well, you guys think that we'll have a, a thank you from Tom Cruise at the beginning of the film? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Probably. Because I actually think that goes a decent way. People talk about it. Yeah. But it's yeah. nice. It's nice. We've been called fucking nice. white supremes, Yahtzees, misogynists, all this kind of stuff for people putting out terrible films. Yeah, when somebody puts out a good film, talk, I, I, what did I say before Top Gun Maverick came out? I said, it's the sequel, it's the sequel no one wanted. It's 35 years in the making. Who's going to go and watch this movie? And then I go and see it. And I'm like, fucking hell, this was great. Yep. And it goes, one, what? 1.4. 1.4 billion. Well, at the uh, you know, uh, Jeremy was saying that before Cobra Kai. And, like, you know, I thought the concept sounded pretty cool because it was based on that YouTube video. But still, I was like, is this going to? It's on YouTube TV. And, and, like, it's like, oh, shit. That was pretty fun. I liked it. Good stuff. You well, know? I, mean, I don't know about you guys. Do you remember when... Like they were teasing the the Joker movie, Walking Phoenix Joker. Oh like, yeah. Oh, me and Az, me and As were both like, nope, don't need it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to see the origin of the Joker. We don't need that. Yep. The whole point of the Joker is you don't know where he's coming. We were doing we were doing all of it. All of all it. Of <laughs> it. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. Weirdest fuck idea. I didn't think it'd be successful either. One I, point, it did a fraction less than um, the Rise of Skywalker. And it didn't even come out in China. China. It, it did like 70,000 less than The Rise of No, and, and honestly, oh, wow. in 2024, the superhero slate, it's the only movie I'm slightly interested in. And it, like, let's be real. 
Joker 2 could be a fabulous disaster. It could oh, be yeah. or it could be really quirky and cool. You know, it's got Lady Gaga, you know, <laughs> so we'll see. Hey, Lady Gaga Lady can Gaga. act. OK, she can, yes. she can act. And she can sing. Star is Born is yep. a damn good movie. And I and I went into, like, my wife's like, we're going to go see this. I'm like, do I have to? I don't want to do that. <laughs> look, look, you, you, I mean, you know, Margaret Robbie, gorgeous woman, absolutely beautiful woman. No, no qualms about her there. I don't know what she's like as a person outside of all that, by the by. But as Harley Quinn, annoying as fuck. Doesn't work for me as Harley Quinn in this slide. I agree. This, this could be such a sort of polar opposite of harley quinn that we kind of fall in love with this this version of harley quinn could be could, could be. i mean but it could be it could uh, be in three or four years from now Todd... we're like remember when we thought joker 2 could be good and it was horrible that well, could be a thing you i'm know. sort of erring more on the side i think the film's probably gonna be horrible than good I'm yeah, trying to give it a bit of better for the doubt just because of how I was surprised I was with the first one. That yeah, was. I'm that's what I, I'm at, but I just don't think it needed a sequel. But I think Todd no. Phillips is actually a a really good filmmaker and probably uh I think up and coming kind of Artur. So uh, I wonder about um whether or not it's been it was working like for a, thirty years. The sequel's getting made, whether or not you're involved, so make your choice sort of thing. Well, I could and, I could, you know, I mean, I could see that. I mean, you how, being like, fuck you, go ruin it yourselves, or, oh, fine, I don't want you to ruin it. None of us wanted a sequel, but I think all of us were in absolute agreement when we saw that one point, near 1.1 billion. We were like, it's impossible for them not to make a sequel. Yeah, they had to. Dude, I saw that movie in such a, like, perfect setting, too. It was at New York Comic Con, so I got to see it in New York at an Alamo Draft House. <clears throat> Jeremy uh, from Geeks and Gamers and I went. We had to walk through a fucking metal detector because the fucking <laughs> media have built up that's like incel violence is gonna happen because of this movie. Um, and it was, it, and then I was fucking blown away. We walked, all of us walked out of it like, holy shit, that was good. But that score, that score, that so she, good, yeah. she was Icelandic or something. The 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 composer, the you know composer, uh, uh, that score was insane. It really good. It really, it just nailed the film. It absolutely nailed the film. And that won an Oscar, didn't it? That, that she won the Oscar. It, it, remember? I'm going to give it a shot, guys. I think her name is Hilda Gunadatta. That's it. That's how you pronounce sure. it. Sure. <laughs> okay. It's better Probably than I would do. wrong, though. Um, remember the scene where the giant rat, like, runs around the corner? It's it's like a C, It's like a one time they use CG in the Joker film. This giant mm -hmm. rat runs around the corner. I mean, he's fucking, like, as big as a dog. Um, I'm like, God, that rat's ridiculous. And... <laughs> We're walking in Times Square, dude, and I saw a rat the size of a fucking small dama. Holy shit! That was, maybe that was real. I don't know. God, well, Gotham is New York, isn't it? After all, it, it is. And uh, I, I've got friends who live there. It's a fucking cesspool, and that was before COVID. <laughs> so, it's worse now. Get out of the city. Get out. While Everything you still about can. that film worked. The, the time period, the aesthetic, the music. Cinematography, the act, everything about it just was nailed. When you almost it, don't want the meta to touch it because people are like put Walking Phoenix Joker against Robert Pattinson Batman. No, like, why, 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 why? Well, for one, he'd have to be a little bit older. When does uh, the Batman take place? Do, do we? Do uh, we? Have it's, it's it's meant to be ambiguous. But there's cell phones in it, yeah. right? Sure. Okay. I think you'd be able to guess a timeline, yeah, from the tech. But you could get a, you could do a all cut. I mean, I don't think anyone would bat an eyelid, to be honest with you. If they went wacky, I'm not saying do it, but I'm just saying if they announced the Batman two and it's going to have Wacky Phoenix as the Joker in it, 
I don't think anyone would bat an eyelid. I want, oh, to, see so, I want to see a good Mr. Freeze. That's what I want to see. Apparently people did figure out from one of the... There's a document in the film at some point that labels a time frame. So it's 2019. That film's 2019. Okay, so that was modern oh, right, times. Right. Yeah, because we were... I, I remember hearing that it was supposed to take place in the 90s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It never I happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which was just a rumor. So... Uh, I did love the suit. I thought the suit was superb. Apart from... I just wanted ears on the bat. Apart from that, I thought the suit was superb. The suit was all right. I wasn't big on it at first, but it, it was all right. It was fine. I just thought that third act was total shit. Oh, it was appalling. Such a good buildup to, like, yeah. a fucking terrible third act. Mm. But That, that music, opening, though, man. That cool. opening was awesome. <laughs> it was fun. That's the best opening of a Batman movie ever, dude. I love yeah. the idea yeah. that bad guys look at a dark alley and they're just scared. Yep. Dude, that's all from the comics. Yep. All of that. All of it is from the comics. Absolutely. There, there, is, there are parts in the comics where Gordon's on the roof and he's got the bat symbol on and Montoya would come out and she'd be like, you know, what what, what are you doing? And and he would and they even use that in the Dark Knight as well. Um, and, never... and, and they, he would just be like, you know, we, we, we keep the we keep it on just to put the fear of God into criminals. That's it. So we know we can't be everywhere. How much this is what I was trying to say, I can't remember if it was the last real movie or others, but how much they've skipped, I don't even know. Obviously, you guys do, or at least have a better idea. But uh, how much of the great stories of all these different heroes we've skipped over in the both the MCU and I was about to say both DCEUs or whatever the fuck they are, all of it, you know? Well, I can't believe that there hasn't been a, a live ad a live action adaptation of Killing Joke. You know, for for all our friends, Graham and Chuck don't like that. It is one of the most seminal pieces of of Batman work. Well, they did an animated one. Oh, well, they did it in the video. They they did a scene in the video game where they showed Bob that that scene. They from... did an animated version of it, which was really. But bad. yeah, but I mean, that was terrible. Live action though. We uh, haven't had a live action Nightfall, a proper live even... action Nightfall. Well, I mean, we, as we haven't had mm. a proper Batman, <laughs> we that haven't had a, a very okay. good point. There's been some good Batman movies, yeah. but with like little pieces of the Batman from the comics, but nothing with all of the Batman from the comics. Nothing even close. No. So, uh, you know. But I tell you, I tell you this, and I say this absolutely as somebody who's been fucking reading Batman for 30 fucking years plus now. The closest is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yes. As I'm far as Bruce right Wayne now. being Bruce Wayne, the costume, the attitude, uh I mean not the killing though. Not right? the killing. Not the killing, no, no. <laughs> not the killing. But uh that that would be the closest to what uh Bruce looks like in the comic books. His portrayal consistently over years, I could not agree more. Uh, there's the, there's a lot of Batman movies I like, though. I like more of them than I don't like. I, 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 yeah, my favorite yeah. being Batman and Robin, right? Absolutely, dude. I am currently watching a video essay on yeah. a guy on a guy doing the first Batman movie and talking about how bad the first two are, how number three didn't stand a a chance really of getting off the ground and how number four is the best out of the bunch batman and robin what you're saying the putting the tim burton and uh schumacher ones together right yes as a four yeah because that is true they do share continuity but yeah. um so that guy said the first two were so bad the third one barely had a chance well, he, well he best. he described the first one i'm 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 sort of paraphrasing let me be a little bit more fair he said the first one was about two guys thirsting over a woman. Wow. He said this. Uh, I'll take that, dude. The second one was was too dark. 
two well, dogs. Everyone and fucking says, get a new opinion. The okay, I know, it's, yeah. so, it's such a generic the, opinion. The first one was a, a villain story. <laughs> it was the Joker story. Yes. Well, the second one's kind of the Penguin story. Well, it it's, is. It's both. It's Catwoman and the Penguin story. Yep. Uh, and then uh, he said Batman Forever was this this change, you know, sort of like the change of guard. And it didn't it didn't have the, the sort of shine that it deserved. For, there's a reason he gave, and I forget. And he says, but then and then there's Batman and Robin, which is easily the best of the lot. And then he talks about why Batman and Robin. Okay. I'd and like to hear why he thinks that's the best. One. I could send you the link to the video, and because I think it's something that could potentially be Eve Papa Dudud. I am on board with that idea. I will get the. I gotta I be honest. I, I kind of love all four of them for different reasons, because uh, even when I saw Forever for the first time as a kid, I remember thinking like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Same. Like, what the hell? Because I had seen '89 mm -hmm. and uh, Returns, and I was like, "This is the next one." What the hell happened? And you know, I still like took it in, and I was like, "Okay." And I really like Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey, obviously. So I was just like, "This is fun." Oh, oh yeah, he says that, he says that uh, there's no arc. There's no arc in in the first two Batman films. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. But there's an arc. Hey, this is the, the beauty. Best arc is for George Clooney's. This is the Batman beauty of free Batman. speech. What? What's the arc in Batman and Robin? <laughs> like, what? Genuinely, what? Because I'm trying to. I'm thinking like, well, isn't the whole story that like Alfred is getting ill with the same disease that Arnie's McGregor syndrome? Right. It's like how gay we can make four. Batman. That's the arc of Batman and Robin. Okay, ass shots, they have more the, neon. They have the why do we fall in there, I think, as well. But I don't, I don't think he goes on like an arc. I don't remember that. By the way, I'm, I'm someone who says you don't have to have an arc for a character. That's not like necessary, but I don't know what he's referencing, I guess. Yeah, you, no. Um, I'll put the link in the private chat for uh, you. Okay, there so you there were, so superhero fatigue, Comic-Con fatigue. Uh, personally, I am happy that Hollywood's not going to be there. I was chatting with Chris Gore, who might be in the chat. What's up, Chris? And we're like, cool, no Hollywood. <laughs> right on, let's go run around and buy some comics and do some comic book shit. Because I remember mm. when there was, like, one thing. I heard somebody saying that, like, Lord of the Rings started this. They're like, that wasn't Twilight that ruined Comic-Con. It was Lord of the Rings. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, the Lord of the Rings showed up last minute. I was there. It was like the fucking Beatles showing up, by the way. And uh, all the Hobbits... All the hobbits were, were, they weren't in the hall. They were put outside on the side to sign autographs. And it was just a last minute thing. And like you saw the entire con move. It was fucking cool. But that wasn't it. No, it was Twilight. It was fucking Twilight. And it was a combination of things. There, uh, Twilight and Hollywood was starting to encroach in. And that means they were getting a lot of comps, which means they were taking a lot of tickets from regular people. And then the fire marshal came in and said, we're capping this thing because they didn't cap it. So they, they were just selling infinite. That's why you could go walk up and buy tickets. But then they said, well, this is dangerous. So there was a combination of things. So that's what created all the lines, all the sellouts. But yeah, Twilight Twilight definitely changed Comic-Con. It was palpable. I was there that year. And that people on the floor were going, wow, things are really different. Things I are really the, different. The meme where it's got, I don't know the names, Robert Pattinson and, and uh, the woman. Sat Christian next Stewart? Yeah, Christian Stewart, and they're sat in a wood, and then be, like there's like tree, you know, trees around them, just like, sat in a wood talking, and then behind one of the trees there's like Blade poking. I know, or Buffy. Oh, that means you ever seen the Buffy one? <laughs> yeah, I like the Buffy one. Uh, I do.
So, <laughs> so fucking good. Twilight and Hollywood ruined Comic-Con around the time it came out, 2007, 8, can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it was that's that's when I mean there were lines for Hall H, but the lines got ridiculous, and that's when people really started camping out. That's when people started dying. <laughs> you know, uh, they had to close off Harbor Boulevard. There's a yeah, there's a road called Harbor Boulevard that goes right in front of the con, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, people were getting hit by cars, so uh, they ah. had to they had to stop. They had to close it, so they closed. Uh, but they used to not close down San Diego downtown. There'd be a couple things outside, and yeah, there would still be you know. Over 100,000 people in there, uh, possibly more. Now, like, a million people descend down to it. And maybe it'll be just a little less because there's a little less Hollywood, which completely took over what was a popular arts convention, a comic book convention, uh, which is the only... I, I, don't, I, I stopped going to Hall H a long time ago. I think the last thing I saw in there was the premiere of Supergirl. Well, I, Which sucked. I, I think it, it might have been Mark Millar I saw on Twitter saying, "I ain't problem with this. It'd be nice, you know. It wouldn't be a bad thing for it to return back to." Um, it, it wouldn't. It comics. needs to go back to a niche. The problem is. Uh, but then I thought to myself, "But look what the Indians, Look what you've done to the industry." Yeah, like look what it's done to comic books. Yeah. Uh, you know when Marvel bought, when Disney bought Marvel, the first thing in my head was like, "Oh, we'll get some good movies, and it will kill the comic books." Here we are. Born Here we are. Hey, the Marvels. There's a leak of uh, of uh, getting of, leaky over there. In getting Marvel. leaky. Oh. We'll get to that in just a moment. Let's read a couple super leaky. chats first. Leaky, leaky. Grand Darkfang for twenty dollars says reminder that uh, by the logic of Doctor Strange two, the longer America Chavez stays in our universe, the more likely it is to be destroyed by an incursion. Thanks, yep. Waldron. Yep. <laughs> yes. And by the way, uh, for any universe out there that wants to connect itself to the MCU, you've got that problem to deal with. Not naming any names there, Miles. But if you want to get but anywhere near that stupid universe, then that's what you have to deal with. None of this makes sense, though. No. no. Loki made none of this make sense at all. I think it didn't make any fucking sense anyway. No, it's all ogre now. Dude, the Infinity Stones being paperweights oh, is infuriating. Like one of the biggest mistakes you they could ever make. Yeah, well, but, that's probably the best it, example it of changing the stakes in the history of storytelling. It is. I, I just it think be... it's. I think it's. A, I think they give themselves away. I think it shows without hesitation or doubt whatsoever. They don't care. I, I'm. They so, don't have any respect for their. Supposed to be their, fun. I'm. It, fun. It, I'm fucking so sick of meta and irony. I'm so <laughs> fucking I, sick I'm of it. You, I cannot take any more of this whimsical. Uh, Rick and Morty fucking shit. I'm tired yeah. of it. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. It's a weak. It's it's a weak shortcut of writing. Not taking anything seriously. Let's not take our own you know universe ser seriously yes. that we pay billions of dollars for. Let's be funzy onesie and cutesy wootsy with it. Fuck off. God. Nothing wrong with having fun. If you make your own product a mockery, then you show that's what you're showing to the audience. You're showing. We're mocking our own stuff. Don't don't care about any of this. And what did we we love to? This is the problem with multiverses. Because this is why we like continuity. Because continuity gives us something to care about. Multiverses makes us don't care about anything. It makes because nothing matter. The Batman that we invent. There's, there's infinite Batman, infinite Wolverines. It, it makes it. It makes it 
Nobody cares anymore. The stakes are all gone. Nobody cares. Oh, so what? Val Kilmer's Batman died. You've still got Pattinson's Batman. It doesn't. It just nobody cares anymore. So in an era of oversaturation, we're getting oversaturation within the oversaturation with the multiverses. We just get a movie that is popular right now that's got hundreds of Spider Men, women, lesbians, non-binaries in it, and uh, very few Peter Parkers, by the way. Uh, and yeah, and then we got another multiverse. We got a bunch of cameo, a bunch of like really shoddy, uh, bad taste cameos in Flash. Uh, and we're gonna get more and more and more. This is like just I said, the beginning. It got announced Invincible season two has got multiverse in it. And it's like oh, you need to oh, not oh. join this retarded craze. Get out I of would... there. <sighs> and then yeah, Deadpool three is obviously multiverse. We've got many years until we get the Avengers double feature that are both gonna be highly tied to multiverse. Multiverse ain't going away anytime fucking soon, and it's really sad because everyone's tired, very I hate, tired. I hate multiverse. I've always hated them. Oh, yeah, I, I found them like cute at best. Um, here's here's I think that it's overstayed as well, massively. Yeah, like um, when they're done once every ten years, it can be a fun little side thing, right? Um, or we were talking about like where do we go next? Well, DC and Marvel crossover, and they've done it in the past, and they were fun, but they'll never do it in the movies. But multiverses were largely done uh, the, uh, to fix continuity. But then you'd have to rebuild everything afterwards and reground it. And you could do that within comics because, like, your budgets are hundreds of thousands of dollars. You can't do this in with studio films where billions are at play. So you are destroying your universe, and you think you could just go back to a street-level fucking, uh, which you could, but they don't have the desire to do it. It's always got to be bigger, more, bigger, like more. She-Hulk almost pretended to be like, it's a lawyer just trying to do some cases and getting involved in some things here and there. It's like, oh, that's nice and small, right? It's like, at the end, it became the biggest one. It yeah. literally went, broke the entire fourth wall and went to Kevin Feige and his formula robot. It's like, oh. With meta irony. And it's a bunch of, you know, wine aunts thinking they're being cute. You know, the same kind of people who thought, you know, it'd just be funsy onesie. If Nick Fury lost his eye to a kitty cat. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Remember Nick Fury in a Winter Soldier? And I know you don't like him all. But okay. remember when Nick Fury in a Winter Soldier? When he's, he's badass in that eyes, and he He's said, fucking badass in that somebody, movie. The last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. I lost an eye. That's and it was a fucking cat. There was a lot of stretches in the fight, right? But I actually love the broad idea that Fury gets attacked by a shit ton of guys in, in just his average day in broad daylight, and he survives it because he's fucking smart, and he yep. knows what he's doing, and he's confident, and he has all these devices. And then once it's over, goes to Cap's place and starts to try and calmly explain, like, yeah, people are trying to fucking kill me. Instead of, like, breaking down emotionally, it's like, no, that's not funerary. Funerary? Jeez. That's funerary. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wait till episode two, y'all. That's what I was waiting that's the for. Thing. Yeah. Do I have to? You don't have to. I'm I'm uh, I'm going to be doing a review. I was waiting for the second episode because it's actually worse. Um, well, well, I told you yesterday. Seen it, I'll be watching all the episodes. So yeah, yeah. good. I, was gonna, I told Gary yesterday off camera. I said I'm going to do one video because I just want to put Secret Invasion and have a cross go <laughs> through Secret and have stupid. Mm -hmm. wow. Stupid invasion. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the other reason Dude. I want to do it. Dude, that's why I get my best ideas while in the shower at the gym. But uh like the woke uh woke Hollywood is failing and that's a good thing all came from the title. 
like I had came up with the title. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. That's a good title. I'm gonna use that for a video someday. And I found the right article from Chris Gore, by the way. Chris Gore is good man. All right, uh, Mr. Vangaris, Van, dangerous, like dangerous, or Vangaris, or Vangaris, or Vangaris. Fifty dollars. It's hail for uh, hail Ruby. I'm said Friday Night Tights. <laughs> Hail Real BBC and the chat metal question. Have you seen anything weird with your band release post Koof? Enjoyed Metallica and Megadeth's recent releases. Disturbed was decent, but A7X's recent album was bad and made me think of Koof broke them. I Koof broke a lot of people in metal. I I I, I couldn't stand that new Metallica album. I, I can't stand it. Megadeth is fine. They're fine. Uh, oh no! Uh oh, As lost his camera. <laughs> it's a it's a daily occurrence uh, now. Uh, Your wire, me. Uh, the Koof broke a lot of celebrities and rock and rollers and proved them to be they're not the rock and roll rebels you think they are, which is very sad. There are a lot of pussies. You couldn't get any more fucking establishment if you tried, mate. Yeah, you really couldn't. Uh, but I do feel yeah that Metallic album. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they haven't been good since Justice. Uh, Death Magnetic was probably their best album since Justice. Uh, I don't like the Black album. Okay, I just don't. But that's a proof. That that's proof of fatigue. I used that analogy before. Metal was at the top of the world in the late '80s and early '90s, like chart topping. Metallica was hitting number one. But it was with one of their worst albums because it's towards the end. <laughs> so you could still have massive popularity right before the fall. Now, does metal still exist? Absolutely. Where it belongs. It's niche. That's where it belongs. That's where, where it needs to be. And it's doing just great where it is. It doesn't need to be uh, the top of the pops um, and get all commercial and crazy. And those were good times. The late 80s, early, you know, late 80s, especially with metal was fucking great. But um, everything has its time, you know. Uh, the Bridge on the River Kwai, says Robert Kearney for 1999. That would be a That's a damn good movie. Have you guys seen that? You've seen that? Yeah. Right? Sorry, Timo, sorry. Bridge on the River Kwai? Bridge over no, the River Kwai. Over the River Kwai? Yeah, it's about a bunch of um, uh, British POWs. Alec Guinness. Who, uh, who were forced to, to build a bridge over the River Kwai. But uh, Alec Guinness... He starts to get so involved in a project that he wants to actually end up building the bridge while his guys are trying to tell him it's the fucking enemy. You know, we should be sabotaging this, not building it. And, and it, it's it's a it's a wonderful film. It's I mean, a it's such a TLDR, but it's it's a wonderful. wonderful it is uh, one of the all time greats. Mahler, if you mm -hmm. haven't seen it, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, and that ending is just like, oh. Yeah. Great Escape is another phenomenal movie. Fucking as well. amazing movie. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> uh, M. Blake Awards for twenty dollars. Hail Real BBC. Congrats to Kathleen Kennedy for taking billion-dollar intellectual properties and shepherding them to the level of interest, excitement, and profitability of the WNBA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> that really is. A Nakmaman abuser of Streamlabs for $40 of the 20 movies as listed off. 
(laughs) (laughs) He didn't list the outlaw Josie Wales, which is my favorite Western. Shame on you as shame. P.S. Speaking of greatest movies ever made, I just got The Thing and Highlander for 4K. I've got both of those in 4K as well. Highlander is special to me because I was named after Connor McLeod. The thing is a high scorer for me. That's that'll be that's probably my that'll be top for horror. It, like number one. That is my the number thing. one horror movie. I would agree. The thing. John Carpenter is a fucking genius. CC Thorne for $55. Gary, Raiders is the greatest movie of all time. However, I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Uh let's uh let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Crusaders is damn close as some uh uh, close has some of the great lines and heart. I thought I lost no you, boy. Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dude, I wonder if you'll concede this, Gary. Is that the funniest of the three? Yes. The Lost Crusade? Yes. Because hmm. fuck me, the jokes in that are brilliant. Do you remember when uh, Salah was putting his bags down? And he goes, Oh, yes, I'll get my papers just now. Run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, run. And then Brody's like, Run. Run what? What, do you th- what did you say? <laughs> like, <laughs> leave it before that. You'll never find Marcus Brody. He knows 15 languages. He can f- he knows all these guys. He can fit in. He's a comedian. You'll never ever find him. And he's just walking around going, Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Does anybody know the way? Does, does he say, does anyone speak English or ancient yeah, Greek? Yeah. <laughs> or, something like or ancient Greek, yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> O'Malley was, Raiders was the fucking daddy. Was man. the most serious of them all. Uh, drawbacks were the Marcus Brody, the jokes, I think. Uh, they're fun, and it's still the second best one. Uh, the 900 year old knight. He's got some good lines, but that's a, that's like, Jumping out of a raft from a plane for me—it's a little. The knight. What's wrong with the knight? He's been drinking from the Holy Grail. He's been, he's immortal. Has he well, just been sipping slightly? Uh, you know, not quite immortal, but he's 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 aging exceedingly he's slow. Yeah, he's slow. I was <laughs> fine with it, but if we're looking, if we're parsing like Raiders, and everybody's going to go, "Oh, the Ark of the Covenant," dude, that supernatural stuff felt grounded and real. Like, uh, that was really fucking cool. And that's also based on, you know, I, I liked uh, the, the the just fucking, it, it was scary. It was adventure. There was a, a levity, especially, you know, with the ad-libbed, you know, the guy with the sword that Indy was supposed to, uh, mm. that Harrison Ford was supposed to fight. And he was, he had the flu and he just fucking shot the guy. I mean, no, that's. No. He had diarrhea. Di- the flu. <laughs> diarrhea. He was, <laughs> was shitting his poison. pants. Uh well, it could be all yeah, Delhi. We, we could, used to call it Delhi Belly. I don't know if that's politically <laughs> correct anymore. But we used to. He had Delhi Belly, and it had Marion. Oh, oh, Marion. Marion's the best. Hey, so, so does Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That it's, film doesn't it, exist, you know, though. There's one bit that annoys me incredibly. Uh, Marion Marion can't counteract a fucking UFO. Okay, which, which Indy should not be fighting. He should be fighting no. like it should. It should be religious, Re- religious or supernatural or supernatural. Indiana Atlantis. Jones. They should be searching for Atlantis. For one, there's a renewed interest in Atlantis right now, and yeah. uh, it would be much better, much better of him finding Atlantis right now. But no, they wanted to fit in. They needed Nazis one more time because. There's neo-Nazis in the world right now, so we need to remind everybody that Nazis are bad. January 6th. 
I just, I just like the idea. It's like, well, we we can only really do it if we had like a fucking time machine or some shit. And they all look around in the boardroom, like, can we do that? <laughs> can we, can we get a time machine? Let's do it. Yeah. And there's like other, yeah. That they, it should, they should stick to religious stuff. I think that's, that's kind I, of. What... I love ancient religions. I love ancient civilizations. Uh. All of that stuff is such fun to play with when you're doing an action adventure. Like National Treasure. They're not wonderful films, but I love them. I love both of them. Dude, they are. Um, How dare you? Just fun. The they're first just one is a wonderful fun. film. The first one is actually a wonderful film. I freaking love that movie. I think if you adore the Indiana Jones trilogy, then you probably like The Mummy. That's a pretty... I freaking love The Mummy. Yeah, yeah, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. The mummy's yeah, the it. shit. I love it. I love the first two. I love the second one as well. The, yeah, my kid just watched it for the first time last week. Oh, it's, um, it's a fucking great that, movie. That is filled with all kinds of genre elements. Wonderful. Everything about it is cool. Love it. I, I, it's got horrible CGI, and I don't care because it's a good movie, <laughs> good story, and Rachel Vice. Mm. Well, I just she's, I love I love Rick O'Connell as an action hero. It's sad they didn't get more, you know, than the three movies. But hey, whatever. But when that movie came out, when that movie came out, it was, I mean, it was popular. People liked it. It wasn't taken seriously, but I think it's taken far more seriously now. Like people look back on it as much more fondly. Uh, I remember it came out before Phantom Menace. It was the same year, right, chat? 99, I think so. And it was kind of like supposed to be, well, uh, you know, and it ended up being much better. (laughs) Much better. That's right. Uh, Didn't think that was going to happen. Uh... Waddle D's nuts for a dollar ninety nine. X-ray Ghoul plays Gollum when? Never. Wow, I don't want to be broken like Mark these it on three it. guys. I've got the next game more. Only if I've Gary got... finishes it, I'll play it. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to be there the next time uh, I play because I can't. Like, what happened? I just was terrible with <laughs> the super chat. Adult diaper. I... <laughs> You know that's that's in our that's in all of our futures, by the way. Just to break it, I mean, I've that's in all of our futures. Very weird, but don't think. Well, that's really not going to happen to me. Someone else for it. A lot I'll of people pay good money it. for that. <laughs> uh, don't work until you try them, right? I just saw a super. Don't. Well, yeah. I mean, there is something to be said about not having to waste time going to the bathroom, just taking a shit right there where you're sitting. Have you noticed that? By the way, have you noticed that midnight cinema releases or five past midnight, whatever it is, or one minute past midnight cinema releases, totally stop now? Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Why don't we just release movies on Monday for fuck's sake? You know. <laughs> I think we might as well release it on Wednesday. You know, or Tuesday. Well, they. We the midnight, the midnight releases turned into Thursday releases, which are now turning into Wednesday releases. So yeah, it's gonna be like Monday. The shit will come out. Where's the super chat where they said uh, the Marvels leaked? Because I thought that was a good Marvels. Here, I guess I can do Control F. Uh, the post credit scene. Yes. I'll re- change it to. Could you read bread. it? Could you just read I, it? Oh sure. Uh, this is from Joshua Levesque for one ninety nine. Says hail all. The Marvel's post-credit scene is M-She-U. So, do y'all hear about the the Reddit leaks? Um, Grace Randolph, being the blonde bimbo that she is, goes, I sure hope the the 
leaks don't come out because they're amazing. And all her comments are, well, now that we know about them, we're going to all fucking search them, you dipshit. <laughs> so it's called the defect. And that's what she meant. She she just needs to be in the know. And that's that's part of the access media is like when when you don't have a take on anything. You know, you just got to be early. You got to be first. And it can't be just your take well, that people want to. I think it was in a Mario review that we covered on EFAB, but she she makes it clear she loves the pampering. She's like, yeah, we came in there, we got some sweets and toys and oh, yeah. stickers and pamphlets and welcome and, and some nice drinks, the seating. Oh, it was a lovely air-conditioned room. It was just like, do you even like movies? <laughs> well, dude, dude, this is, this is, I mean, I, I did, before I did anything on YouTube, I had a working career for a long time. Yep. And I was in sales and marketing. And one thing that we were taught very first thing we were taught when it comes to sales. Fuck the customer. <laughs> no, surprisingly <laughs> enough. That's that's, the that wasn't day. it? Oh, okay. No. Do you know what it was? It was called M-M-F-I. Make me feel important. That was your job as a salesperson to whoever you're selling to, whether you're selling to them in the marketing role or whether you're selling them into your product, you make that person feel important. This is what Access Media is. Access Media is their customer because they're going to give the good reviews. They don't want to deal with actually you or I that part with the money. So according to, for, for their marketing to work, they have to make the Access Media feel important. So this is where all the pampering comes in. This is where all the 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 John Campier hand job shit comes in, and the tuna sandwiches come in, and the and the gift bags come in, and the are you are you okay? Would you like anything to drink? These wonderful nice seats for you to watch this show in the comfort. All of this it just plays to the ego of that person. Make me feel important. That's all they have to do, and it's such a simple and easy thing for them to do with access media. That's why we have a, 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 a sham of a, of a media system now, of a uh, mainstream media system. And this is why, look at me, we are the mainstream media now, sort of thing. This is why people come to YouTube. This is why people come to alternative sources, because it's just become so corrupt. It's gone into such a, such a wonky direction that nobody trusts the places that we all used to go to in the past for honesty. It's gone. The honesty has been bought away. And it's all its all very basic principles of sales and marketing. That's it. So simple. It, you, um, in your place of work, because uh, they did it for me, did they give you a correct speaking speed that they wanted you to reach? Um, we were told to not go too fast. We were told to be concise uh, with our pronunciation and words. But we didn't actually have a speed. We were just told, don't go too fast. Make yeah, we sure all were given like um, this three-paragraph thing to read, and then it was recorded, and then they would tell you like you need to slow the fuck down or speed the fuck up, depending on you know every problem. I remember thinking like, man, this feels weird, <laughs> but I'm sure, whatever. So it's so it's, it's it's this is this is as fundamental as you can get, uh, and it's ironic because the 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 uh, the studios are doing the fundamental sales and marketing. That the actual people that they're selling to the the access media are doing the complete reverse. Well, because they're then attacking the the, the client, the, the who should be their clients. People, you, 
in the audience watching now, you should be the mainstream media's customer. Yes. No, that's that's the. You don't the, see you. It's crazy. No, that, they have been catering so much to each other. I would call it a circle jerk. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been circling, circle jerking each other. They've completely forgot the money, which is us. So, so access media journalists think that they only are answerable to the people who give them access and the stars they want to fuck, basically. Um, and they don't realize that they need people to read their stuff and maybe look at their ads on their websites, the people they have disdain for. And that was one of the biggest surprises when I started the comic shop was I started hearing the disdain for the customer from the journalists. There's no fucking thing. There's no such thing as a comic book journalist. They don't fuck. They report on fucking comic books. You're not a journalist. You interview fucking people. Any fucking moron can do that. So there's no such thing as a comic book journalist. Uh, but yeah, they just be it became a giant circle jerk. And the same with the access media. They're not. A How many times did we hear creatives and people from the uh, the journalists say we're we don't, we don't answer to you. We're contractors. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't answer to you. Well, uh, welcome. I'm to the new world our customer the comic shops are our customer welcome to the new world you want to be on social media you are now answerable directly to the customer and they will tell you exactly what they fucking think whenever they fucking want and there's nothing you you can block you can mute and then you stop being what you say you are what you never were was a journalist cuz if you're blocking everybody else's opinions on everything you're just in a fucking bubble now they're in the bubble and that bubble is running out of oxygen I was going to make a submarine joke, and I didn't. I didn't, okay? Didn't you kind of by saying that? No. I, well, I did. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you want to so badass. You want no, to so no, bad. Don't. Yes, you do. I was going to go, they didn't run out of oxygen, dude. It imploded. But, you know, but okay. Well, there was no more oxygen after it imploded. Well, no, because it was heated to the temperature of the sun's surface in a in a nanosecond. That's why. Yep. <laughs> that was the sound. That was they made. they probably <laughs> didn't feel a thing. I would be my guess. I hope not. Didn't feel a thing. I hope. You know not. the chick that fucked all the police officers. The police officer woman that fucked all the police officers. Yeah. I have that meme too. I was dying over that. Can I show it? What does this have to do with the submissible? What? Wow, you are already all over it. Ah, I see. <laughs> I was dying about this like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, five Guys is really good burgers. Yes, it is. Solid, solid burgers. Uh, do you have a Five Guys in the UK? We you know? do now. You we do? do. I, I noticed it recently. There's one uh, that they're, they're like rising up over here. Oh, um, fries are okay. Google uh, Five Guys, everyone. See, don't. don't. Um, fries are okay. Uh, I'm told the shakes are good. I'm not a shake guy. Uh, burgers, really solid. Really, really good. Now, you know, I've been to the UK. I've, I've. I had a, I went to Burger King out of pure desperation in London. <laughs> oh God, that must have been horrible. Oh my God, it was terrible. <laughs> but it's terrible here too. So I mean, to be fair, it's terrible here. They did serve beer there, though. I didn't drink it, but they did serve beer. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. the Burger King there, and they don't do that here for some reason. How long ago was that, though? How many years ago? Uh, was that? Twenty. Oh, you you ain't getting beer now. Oh, 
it's so lame. But not that you'd have it anyway, but you know what I mean. Hey, uh, I don't buy cigarettes, but do, do the cigarettes they sell there, do they still have, like, charred-out lungs on the pictures and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've got, like, I think, Same-sies. I want to say near 25 guys in Britain. <laughs> not as popular as McDonald's. <laughs> There's 25 guys. We got twenty five so guys in Britain. <laughs> is that technically five pit. guys? Five of them? Um, <laughs> the population is dwindling. <laughs> twenty five guys. That's in a lot of that's a lot of stabbings. <laughs> they took the patriarchy down. <laughs> these guys, these guys are gonna have to do a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot commodity. Sixty two and a half million. They them. So the Marvel leaks. You know what they are? Does anybody care? Do we even need to put up the spoil? No, we don't. I, no. We don't. Nobody, nobody gives we a don't. The Marvels, spoil the, the, a story. The Marvels is going to flop. Okay, if Flash wow. with Michael Keaton Batman in it can't, like, muster up money, what do you think? Th- okay, to watch the Marvels and know what's going on, you need to watch Captain Marvel, WandaVision, Miss Marvel, and Secret Invasion, which nobody really did. So, I mean, I, it's just going to be catastrophic. It, I can't wait. I am so looking forward to this movie. You don't I even actually, know. I uh, would be really curious for some kind of, like, you know, godlike machine thing to tell us exactly how many people in the world have watched all of those things before the Marvels. Because um, there's got to be, like, ten at most. Right. So, I was told... Yeah, I'm not that, even sure. Like, how, how many people would truly have watched all of I had those? it. I have a video. I have the formula in a video of how many people were watching... Um, Disney Plus shows compared to the movies. And it was, it, it, it ended up being like uh, 30 million to like 2 million. Something to that effect. So a very mm-hmm. small percentage of the people are watching Disney Plus. A very small percentage of the people who watch the movies. I can't remember it now, but. Uh, so, uh, guess what they're introducing? This uh, that Grace was saying w- was going to be so great, and and the future of Marvel. It is indeed more MCU. It's the Young Avengers. Kate Bishop shows up at the end of the fucking Marvels. Kate Bishop. Yay! Which most people are going to go. You're going to need to remind she? everyone. I was about to say, who is she? Yeah. Um, who the fuck is this? You just have Harrison Miller going, who the fuck are you? Female Hawkeye, and they're setting up the Young Avengers, which is mostly going to be women, so it won't be like the Young Avengers from the comics where Kang, there's a version of Kang is Iron Lad, um, and a scroll uh, is in it as well, and they also have the two kids, uh, Wanda's two kids. Uh, one was originally called the Asgardian, and he's gay. They what? changed his name. <laughs> the Asgardian. The Asgardian. But we were calling him the Asgardian, oh. okay? <laughs> in the comic shop. <laughs> of course he's gay. And he was gay. Nobody's straight in comics anymore. And, uh, I mean, the comic was fine. But um, it's going to have Scar. Remember <gasps> Scar? Our boy Scar? I would genuinely like to poll the chat no, I don't. on... Have we seen Scar in the MCU? Yes or no? I'd like to. Yeah. I just like to poll chat and see say what their answers oh, are. I'm not okay. going to say anything then. Have we seen Scar? Have you well, seen uh, uh, Mahler? Mahler, have you seen the comic book version of Scar? Like yes. what he's supposed to look like? It's fucking yes. cool. Very cool. Yes. 
You just, say that as though we've seen him in the MCU already, Gary. <laughs> but that's a maybe. We may <laughs> see what I've everybody... only seen him in Lion King. Because there's a correct answer. I'm just curious if people remember. Oh my God, look at the results, Gary. Oh, wait, let me see. Maybe that's being ironic, like no. we haven't seen him even, you know what I mean? The point I'm trying to make is I'm just curious if anyone remembers the fact that they introduced Scar into the MCU. They did, but... Did I spell like... it wrong? I probably No, no, I'm pretty sure that's how you do it, right? Or is it oh, like okay. a double R or something? No, that's you spelled it wrong. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> oh, it's a K, isn't it? You spelled Let's it really, see. really wrong. <laughs> While you're doing that, can I just... Uh... Will you um, allow S me S -K -A -A to, read, to read this excerpt from a comic? Yeah. This is Kate Bishop <laughs> talking about America Chavez. I knew Chavez you were going to bring this up. Oh, as, she, as she flies away with her ethnic new girlfriend. This is peak SJW Marvel right here. I'm literally in. I'm going to read it verbatim as well. Read it verbatim. I'd say in character if you can. I'm literally intrigued and in awe of both of them. If this is what it's like to date other women, then I applaud all the women dating women right now <laughs> because this is incredible. Motorcycle courtship chase, check. Missiles and explosions. Yep. And now we're just flying together in the sky, heading to a giant heart. I swear. If they come back married, I'm going to be so jealous. <sighs> Always the bride's best archer, never the archer bride. That was horrendous. How is that legal? Um, no country failed. It's tough to argue. It's tough to argue that women didn't ruin comics when you hear something like that. <laughs> it's, it's tough to argue that women got the vote when you read something like that. <laughs> when we invented women, we didn't realize it would go this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we allowed them to speak. We didn't understand. We didn't know the consequences of giving up that rib. Okay, damn it. <laughs> mm, ribs. <laughs> See? See what I'm talking about? We just thought we were we just thought God wanted to make us barbecue. <laughs> we just thought God was we thought we were making our sandwich maker. Hey. <laughs> that needs to be your next t-shirt, X-ray girl. Sandwich, sandwich maker. maker. Yeah. Yes. Right there. I was actually thinking next hat. Someone suggested triple X on that. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. Merch for the future. Or <laughs> X, X, X ray go. So we're Remember? getting. Uh, yeah. In my chest X ray. Just have be there, be a man. So if there's any, if you had any glimmer of hope that superhero fatigue wasn't real, <laughs> the big post credit scene in the all female. I mean, we practically got the A Force. If you don't know what the A Force was, it was an all women team from the comic books. And Man, the one oh. thing I remember is Hasbro made a Marvel Legends A Force pack that was that was sold at Toys R Us, and it was always this mountain of clearance that was never touched 
right before Toys R Us went out of business. <laughs> the A-Force uh, Marvel Legends pack. I'm sure some of you remember it. Nobody fucking bought it. Nobody Hopefully bought the you comic. you picked it up, Gary, for your collection. But we, uh, I did not. I did not. <laughs> Must have just missed out, huh? Just missed out on that one. Um, but uh, the, it, this is as close as we're going to get to that. Because I've mentioned it in videos like, I want an A-Force movie so bad. It will create so much acceleration. So now we're having real, com now, I mean, we've had conversations about this. We knew this was going to happen the minute Captain Marvel came out and we saw it. We're like, oh, we know exactly where they're going. Because they went mm -hmm. there in the comic books, and they're getting the exact same results. And as you know, DC might come out the best, although they've completely damaged their brand by rebooting the DCEU after 10 years of, let's face it, it didn't get off the ground. And let's not forget to mention the CW. The CW, a network that never turned a profit, was sold for a bag of potato chips, which was filled with DV DC TV shows. So they've damaged their brand. And uh, the big conversation now with superhero fatigue is this is going to continue if we keep getting bad movies. Well, we're going to get some really bad movies. And the Marvels is going to kick them off. When Craven the Hunter might be the best movie for the rest of the year as far as superheroes are concerned, we're in trouble. <laughs> A lot of fucking trouble, dude. But Russell Crowe's doing an accent again. I, like I love Russell Crowe. I do. He's getting puffy. He's getting a little puffy, um, but uh, I love Russell Crowe. I don't know. We have Blue Beetle. We have the Marvels. Oh. We have Craven the Hunter and Aquaman 2 featuring Amber Turd. That's the That's rest of the year. That's going to be a fun one, isn't it? Woo! We'll see. What, what are we thinking for Aquaman uh, box office? Uh, Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Aquaman? I'm going to go with a... Uh... He says aqua. I say aqua. Four, I say aqua. 400 450 tops. I would have thought that, but then I was like, hmm. I wonder if, what have we learned from the flash flopping? Like, what does that mean? Oh, that Aquaman's going to do, uh, it, it'll do un easily under 100 million for the for its opening weekend. I would say probably 50 to 60 million opening weekend. Because for some reason, my mind's wandering to 400 mil as well, but I'm like, maybe it'll be I don't less. Think so. I, I think it'll be less. It could be, a, it could be a lot less. I think Blue Beetle will be a lot less. Everybody's like... I, I think that one's set to fail miserably. I'm see, I'm I hearing... can see Shazam levels of flop for that. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. Shazam had a leg up on Blue Beetle because it had a fucking first movie. That it was, had a first you know, movie, and like... some people know who Flash Shazam is. <laughs> you know, It's like nobody knows who Blue Beetle is, okay? Uh, outside the, of... The, the only, I mean, if if there's a Cobra Kai audience that want to see Solo as as Blue Beetle, I don't know. Otherwise, I just don't see how this makes money at all. I just don't. Yeah. These were just productions that were too far ahead that they couldn't cancel, and I, I've heard a lot of people talk about like. They canceled Batgirl. Why couldn't they cancel these? Batgirl was for streaming. Batgirl was specifically for streaming. That's why it was easier to cancel. This was They were thinking of a limited theatrical run. They were, but it was never no deals were signed. Deals were signed. So when you when you intend and announce to release something and you write contracts based on it being released in movie theaters, it has to be released in movie theaters. The one good thing, I mean, the accountants out there can tell me if I'm right or wrong on this one. My dad was accountant and uh, 
none of that shit passed on to me. So, uh, but um, I would think that if you release your film, uh, and a script doctor correctly put it, that the film is a small business within this corporation, right? And that small business, or not small, it's an it's its own business, uh, loses money. You can write some of that off, write some of it down as a loss. So there's probably some funky accounting that they can do by releasing these movies and them flopping. Uh, lots right. of money, lots of money laundering was done through B movies. Yeah, still and the, is the reality but... causes they got greenlit in a time where loads of shit was getting greenlit. It was like, yeah, we're on top of the world. Go oh, go yeah. go. You're not wrong. They were high. They were really high. Not on cocaine, because people made better decisions when they were high on cocaine. They were higher on their own fucking farts. Uh, and, well, this is the now end. Now we can see the results. Yeah, you got see. an industry full of people that think they're better than you making films with characters that they don't even like. How How is this ever going to be a good idea? Yeah, and too? never did like and never respected you know, I'll uh, wait to teach you a lesson with. Let's mm -hmm. let's go back to our our polls from last Real BBC, and we were all surprised what won. We were asking what's the best MCU film, and we were all like, eh, Avengers, Captain, you know, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it was Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man. By and by, uh, by you know, a, a comfortable margin. By by a comfortable margin because it was a serious film with a good actor that took the source material ser seriously, took itself seriously, and it looked like the brand. And the brand is the comic book character. So when you have, say, I don't know, for example, Black Falcon Captain America coming out with his goggles looking like he's about to hit the ski slopes, uh, <laughs> and you call that Captain America, it doesn't necessarily reflect on the brand, which is Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I complete. I blank it all the time. When people like Captain America four, I'm like, oh fuck, right, that thing. Uh, sure, that 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 movie. That's gonna do. That's gonna do real fucking well. I'm sure of it. Brave New World Order. It's gonna fall apart. Oh yeah. I like, I like Captain Black Falcon. I think that's perfect. I think it's a perfect title. So again, next year we have uh, Cap Captain America: Brave New World will be out. Uh, Thunderbolts will is set for December. They're not filming it right now. It's going to get delayed. Deadpool 3 is going to get delayed. There's no way they're, fil they're they're filming it as we speak. As we speak. And they want it to come out in less than a year. Now, they did that with Venom. They were able to pull it off with Venom, and quite frankly, it showed. It showed right. that that was a movie made in about six months. Uh, they did that motorcycle jump from Venom, like right down the street from my wife's old salon, by the way. In the, in the hellhole that's called San Francisco. Uh, James Moore for $20. I will defend Invincible's use of multiverse. It doesn't branch into multiple series for one. Light spoilers of the comics. Yes, it's in the comics. It's tied to a single character's power, and it is important for Mark's arc in the rest of the series. Yeah, it just depends. Like, are they going to stay? Every James, here's what I'll say. We've seen a lot of TV shows be pretty close to the character, be somewhat close to the comics in the first season. Then they like to take liberties, like the boys. So if they, we'll see what happens. If they stay, try to stay true to Kirkman's comic book, sure. Absolutely sure. No, no problem. Um, but, uh, you know, we've seen, we've seen them lure you in with that first season and then uh, get all agenda politically and then they start copying other shit. 
but hopefully they don't do it with the Invincible. But the boys certainly went downhill. I mean, even with, you know, time travel, multiverse uh, crossovers, you can do all of those things well. You can also most of the time fuck them up. Yeah. You know, I'm waiting for Di from Disney. What's something good? Honey, I transitioned the kid. <laughs> Are they own the rights to that? <laughs> well, that would that would be autobiographical for somebody, right? I mean, that would be nonfiction. <laughs> be nonfiction. <laughs> Honey, we're grooming the kids. <laughs> no, Zaku boy. For $50 on the Streamlabs side. <laughs> By the way, uh, I did get your letter that was certified, and I greatly appreciate it. We, I have the, the Super Chats now, so I have a, a copy of them. And, he, and thank God you did it Boomer style. He didn't send me an email. He sent me, like, a printed copy, which is perfect. So it goes into our file for, for another day. Well, that's, that's the way I work. It was funny. Mahler and I were talking about scripts. He's all, you you write yours down? And I'm all, you type yours? He's all, yeah. Like an idiot. <laughs> I'm all, oh, I write mine with a pen. <laughs> so, yeah. That's incredible. I respect it. I make a lot of mistakes, Gary, so I, I can just backspace it and it's all still clean, oh, you know? I do too, but I just spell words how they would sound to me, so it makes perfect sense to me. They're like, most of my scripts are horribly misspelled, but I can read them perfectly. Yeah, phonetic. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, I was doing on Forbidden Frontiers. It just made me think. I almost said Orjagantin. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said. I caught myself. I'm like, nope. Orangutan. <laughs> I got so close. <laughs> that's a that's old Jeremy lore, by the way. Uh, you got me on on T Louie too. <laughs> T. Louis the second. T. Louis the second. <laughs> no, back to Nozaku boys. Streamlab donation. Thank you for avoiding Papa Susan. Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom. Tom has been imprisoned in the bowels of Castle Castro Castroda. Castrato. <laughs> Castrato. Castrato. Oh, so, shit. Oh, no. I thought, okay, I'm going to start. Peeping Tom. Tom has been imprisoned in the bowels of Castle Castrato and must fight his way free from bondage. Tom will need stones of brass to survive the tuck torture of lock balls. Oh, my God. Hey, is that what that means? No. Well, so I'm surprised that Gary doesn't recognize is, it. It's a very common more. chant from uh, mm. orcs, you know? I'm surprised yeah. he doesn't know it. Lock, lock, it was all lock, over the movies, lock, I'm sure. Lock, lock. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, see, I've got to keep playing to get to that now. You're not no, Gary, make no. it to that, it's, Gary. It's, it's, it's the, in chapter 9. Uh, out maybe ten. out of 10. So, uh, oh. dude, dude, the most messages, emails, everything I've gotten was from last night in a long time. Well, people just... <laughs> Were they asking you for more? Or? Yes. <laughs> would they ask you to stop? I thought they would, but they take their own personal amusement over our well-being. And, and yes. they... <laughs> I am aware of that. Yes, they do, Gary. Yes, they do. Did you see Grego's uh, 
meme. Uh, it's Lord of the Rings Gary. <laughs> I used it for my thumbnail yes. on the re-upload. Yes. So good, dude. <laughs> so good. I look like a fucking moron. Like, like I normally do. Like a moron. Uh, mean Machine 2K for 20 British pounds. Proper money, ladies and gentlemen. Don't shoot me, but Indy had no impact to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop. He Wait, is, that, is he, that a common thing people say? Yes. He found the Ark. <laughs> that is impact, okay? That is so... I know the at video essays. I know people have been saying that for years and years and years and years. Um, I would say uh, Indy had some impact because a lot of people like the movie. Pretty much Wait, critic. Go on. Can you? What is the argument? Because like the I argument is watched it. Uh, he doesn't get the arc in the end. Like it goes to the government. So Wait, like everything he did was kind of useless and pointless. What? Okay. But, you know, the, the golden idol gets taken off him. That doesn't make him any less skilled. Which is foreshadowing, by the way. Yeah, like, that, I didn't realize that we, like, this is the thing. I prefer the third, but I would never count it as a criticism of the first that he doesn't get to keep the Ark. He doesn't want to keep the Ark. He wants to get it out of the hands of the Nazi. Yeah. And he found it. He's and he did find it. That's true. And he found it. He did the, the eye laser thing. He did the eye that he found where to dig properly. The map room. Greatest musical sequence done by don't, John Williams. Don't watch video essays and then think that's your point. Yeah. Because I, you'll I never even, be able to argue it properly. I don't even like the... I don't buy like the premise that if a character didn't get to keep the treasure at the end, then it's not good or something. Like, There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, it, it, even if your character loses at the end, doesn't achieve his or her goal, they still have impact. <laughs> I mean, that... I mean, fucking, you know, Luke lost at the end of the second Star Wars, right? Yeah. Oh, he didn't have impact in Empire Strikes Back. No impact. No. I'm, I, I don't want to give this guy... Don't shoot the messenger, he says. <laughs> now, no, if course, we're talking about best-grossing film, Paranormal Activity made uh, for $15,000, grossed $400 million, just saying. Uh, yeah, uh, but I... Mm, what about I mean, uh, Blair... Blair, for sure. Blair Witch... Yeah. Blair Witch probably the ratio on that's got to be higher, right? Because that was like a ten thousand dollar movie. Like a ten thousand dollar movie, yeah. It was eight thousand dollar movie. Well, yeah. Something, something ridiculously small. No, Paranormal Activity was absolutely for one. It's a great movie, and it's, I really like it. Yeah, and it's the What's first the conversation that this is a great film. Well, I think we're talking. I think they were saying profitability. I think he just changed the argument, which is fine. Like profitable movies, that does matter. Like what is the but. Um, greatest movie of all time, greatest single movie of all time that I like. That's my favorite movie. Is 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 Paranormal Activity your favorite movie of all time? It might be. Is it no. anybody's favorite movie of all time? No. Uh, probably, no. Did it make a shitload of profit? Congrats. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Congra good. Absolutely. Well done. Congrats. And it's now a good. It spawned, unfortunately, a fucking yeah massive string of fucking horseshit because of it. I worked on the on the Blu-ray for uh, one and two. And I was alone, and I have a bunch of screens in my, like, security screens where I w worked, and it looked a lot like the second one, right? So it, like, mm -hmm. legit creep started creeping me out at work because I was alone at work in the middle of the night. I'm like, That's oh, kinda, shit. It's kind of <laughs> neat, though. If I buy the Blu-ray for Paranormal 1 and 2, then I'm seeing your work, right? Yeah. Technically, in the menus bit. and yeah. stuff. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, True Blood. A lot of the True Blood stuff I worked on. Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, I carried the master for Thor. I did. Ooh. I transferred that to the vault. Uh, pretty much anything Paramount. 
that came out in 2009, 10, 11, I, I had a hand, a little bit of a hand, a teeny bit of a hand. in. The very gay Dan Vask for 100 Brazilian pesos uh, says Iron Man is the best MCU film, but what is the best Marvel film and why is it Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2? Mm. Spider-Man 2. Uh, sub to Dan Vask. Sub to Dan Vask. He obviously needs it. Uh, he's running out of Christians to get subs from. So. How <laughs> to get the Satanists. Oh, well, he's going to kill me at Christmas. He's going to Now that he did Amazing Grace, he's going to do some Christmas Carol, and it's over. All right? So I, I need Kathleen Kennedy to get fired or Star Wars to get sold or I don't know. <laughs> I, I, <that's... laughs> Disney to go bankrupt. You know what you Disney need, to go bankrupt. A new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, I need that ah! in the Marvels. What I need is Rings just... of Power Rings of Power Season 2 to come out early. That's what I need. I just realized I can't go see Raiders. Uh, Raiders. No, I wish. Indiana Jones tomorrow. i got to wait until probably Thursday. That's when I'm seeing it. But your Thursday's like kind of a Friday for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's curious. So someone admin said the, the argument is that if Indy wasn't in the movie, the Nazis would have found the Ark eventually and killed all of themselves at the end, all the same. But then the Ark would still fall to the uh, Nazis, right? Because Indy okay, was that, there. Okay, that, that's a really broad assumption. How would they have found uh, out eventually? Oh, that's the thing. I'm going. I'm still criticizing Reasons. even yeah. even if they did find it, would they not? Like the reason the Ark is taken away from the Nazis because Indy closes his eyes along with Marion and they get possession of the Ark then, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. So, like, obviously, a bunch of Nazis dying at the Ark. There's going to be one or two of them who come and check, and they're like, oh, everyone's fucking dead, but the Ark is still here. So it would still be with the Nazis, right? Mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah, and then he touches the Ark and dies. Well, I'm assuming, they, like, Indy... Uh, my point is the Indy being there is the reason it ends up with no, uh, no, the British the, government, I mean, right? The whole point of having the okay. poles is so that you don't touch the Ark. Because in in the Bible, touching the ark kills you. Kills you. Yeah. It it was. It, it's. Uh, if it existed, it was some sort of technology. That's what it was. It was some sort of but, um, a- ancient technology that was. I uh, still, I still don't buy that. That makes a movie bad, though. That no, of course not. All, and then you're happened. you're not factoring in like uh, you, you know when Indy's going into the well of souls and there's a big lightning storm. Those don't happen in fucking Egypt, dude. So that's God. It's God. God is. God's hand is there too. God, I've seen this movie so many fucking times. <laughs> Indiana Jones is not pointless. He, he's he's the main character, and he absolutely drives the entire film. Uh, and, and no, it, he it doesn't end up in a museum. I think the it, this, well, I mean, the ending is so perfect. It's one of the most iconic endings of all fucking time of it rolling in and just being forgotten in the bureaucracy of government. So yeah, that's great. <laughs> Don't worry, we see it again in the fourth one. Oh fuck. What what fourth one? No, sorry. I think I I just got possessed by some demon for a minute there. Yeah, okay. stop it. I almost kicked you from this fucking live stream. You are a demon. I'm not Googling Hell five guys, God. not after the typo. I made Googling the Dixie chicks, <laughs> says Ian so forth for 25 British pounds. <laughs> oh my. Bass player 2011 iffy on the Streamlab side for $20. Iron Man works because it is all killer and no filler well said uh there isn't a single wasted shot or line in that film go back and watch the opening scene it tells you everything you need to know about tony before he says a single word yep you're you're absolutely right 
And it was, you know, I, I, I remember when it came out, before it came out, I think all of our expectations were it was just going to be kind of like your average run-of-the-mill. It would be like Daredevil, like Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. The, the expectations. And then you started hearing, like, decent reviews, right? You're like, well, okay. But when I saw I walked out of there going, like, that's when you, you know, it's like when you walked out of the Avengers or you walked out of Lord of the Rings, you know, or or even Star Wars or Raiders. You're like, I just saw something special. I just saw something that people will remember forever. I mean, you know it in, in a film like that. Uh, even hey, with... Corin just announced he's leaving YouTube. Who is? For real? Who? Who? Is that actually real? I saw that super chat. Who? Leaving and going where or just leaving in general? I think, I think either website or podcasting is just going to put clips onto YouTube. Oh, he has it. a website. Who? He's going to... Was it going to kick or something? Oh, the quartering. I, I, yeah. You said coring, and I'm like... Quartering. Quartering. The, the, is he sober? Yeah, Jeremy. Does it have something to do with kick, or is it just separate? I think no. I think it's got something to do with the. I mean, I can't. I can't like listen website? to it all now. But I think it, it's probably got something to do with this this mass banning going on with you know people from Blaze and uh... all this kind of stuff. And really, I, uh, uh, maybe don't even Jeremy. Maybe even... Don't do it. Well, I was gonna say people have been banned for decades now. YouTube, YouTube was annoying as fuck about it. I think he's trying to build a platform elsewhere because it's. He should, but he they should be posting he should clips on conti- YouTube. Continue to do it on YouTube. Stay in the belly of the beast. Stay in yeah, the belly of the beast. Stay here as long as you can. Advertising other platforms. Yep. So. I wouldn't do it. But maybe maybe he's been planning it for a long time. I, I yeah. do not know. I like no, Jeremy. It can't be a knee jerk reaction. I like Jeremy be. from the quartering. I wish him all the best. I I, I I love the guy. So. All right. I say that out of out of because I care. Don't do it. Do but it. I mean, he knows what's best for him, and uh, yeah, like that's the thing about covering like the political stuff, you know. I mean, he's more cultural, but it's still political cultural. It can, it can. It, that's a grind, man. It can be very, very tiring. I just do it in pop culture, and it gets tiring. Um, David Musselman for five dollars. I actually purchased my first one six recently. Of the preacher of from Pale Red. Oh, god dang it! I'm not supposed to buy those. I need that. <laughs> One of my favorite westerns. Thanks, Gary. And as for the new problem, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You know, you know, I have too much stuff because I'm I went digging out as is stuff. Right? I got uh, a fourth oh. Doctor Tom Baker. I've got an extra Gandalf, and I've got a a, a, a Bilbo. A Bilbo, Bilbo, Baggins, Bilbo, Bilbo, not a dildo, dildo Baggins. One in one size. Dildo Baggins. There could be another name that rhymes with Baggins that I can't say on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, I can't find the fourth doctor tom baker which is in a case remember i accidentally ordered a case when i went to la as and i'm like i got i've got i've got a case of fourth doctors what did i do why did i do that um i can't find it now it's in my attic somewhere which is comics division's room behind me with the little doors (laughs) i've got i've got the gandalf the gray and gandalf the white yeah but you don't have this gandalf the gray oh i've got something you don't have and it's for you it's for you, so don't buy it, motherfucker. 
Uh, Matthew, I thought I was going to say misogyny, but it says Montgomery for four ninety nine. dollars <laughs> Matthew, Matthew misogyny. <laughs> Gary playing Gollum is still better than the Rings of Power. Oh, thanks. But that's not saying much. My visit to the bathroom. Compliment to Gollum the game at that point. Was it only up next? That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be the next rage-inducing game. And then it's going to drive you nuts, and then everyone's going to be like, can you get Mola to play this, please? Yes. Yes. Because you um, fucking did it for me. I'm going to do it right back at you. I'm only going to do it if you watch Prestige with me. I watch Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the Prestige again. What do you think of the Doctor Who 60th anniversary special? I haven't seen it yet, Andre. I've seen it. <laughs> for 1999. Um, so... As and I did a live stream after Timeless Children, and we did one after the Zip or whatever it was called again. The, the what was it called? The, the Zip. Uh, <laughs> well, the Timeless Children was our first stream together. No, what was the 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 thing that killed the universe? The that they gave? Oh, the, oh, oh, the Flux. The Flux. The Zip. Whatever the fuck it was called. I completely forgot what it was called. As well, I completely I blocked it out of my mind. The, zip, the pants is what they did. The it was Flux. A so as flub. and I basically like right when we started the live stream we said doctor who is dead and the mm. only chance they have of bringing it back and spider-man no way home had just come out and we're like bring back david Tennant, do it now and, and like, honestly rtd coming back like never crossed my mind because rtd had said over and over again for years i'm never coming back never doing i'm it never back, doing yeah. it again and he never did he said stephen moffat asked him to write episodes the whole during his whole run he never did it Never did it. And then they backed the Brinks truck at him because they canceled the show. They canceled the fucking show. Just like somebody said they did, were going to do. Oh, yeah. That was a friend of mine. I, I see. I can't say I'm right. I can't say Nerdrotic was right because I am just passing on information I got from a friend of mine who used to work peripherally with Doctor Who, who passed on some rumors like, they were going to completely change the origin to reinforce the female doctor that uh, the show was getting canceled, that they, uh, they they had essentially fired Chibnall and Jody, which they essentially did. Uh, mm -hmm. That person was right. I wasn't right. That person was right, just to make that distinction. Um, so th we said, yeah, they got to bring back David Tennant right now, and they did, and they got RTD back, which is a big surprise. And, like, okay, at first we're like, okay, and then RT, then they announced Shooty Gatwa. And we're like, ah. And then there was that BAFTA interview, which I did a live stream and you could just well, see. Well, there was the Rose Companion. Was that before? No, that was that was done after the BAFTA interview. But you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, during the interview, Shooty um, couldn't, couldn't stop from his perspective misgendering the doctor. Because he kept calling him a him. Yep. And then he kept correcting himself to them. Yep. So so the fact that he was trying to correct himself to them just shows that the politics is never, it's not going away, folks. No. Uh, and RTD said he had a lot more to say politically in it. And you could see, like, the hope fading from my face during that live stream. So I'm not, uh, it's great to have Tenet back. Of course, we're going to, I'm going to check it out um, because he's there. Uh, and having Donna, I just I don't think you should bring Donna back and and retcon her ending. I think it's fucking perfect the way it is. Uh, and but we know why. We know why they are throwing everything at the kitchen sink to bring people back to the show. They are trying to resurrect what is a dead dead show show. 
and and what what I mean by dead is there'll always be people in the UK who are going to try it out, but it's a significantly lower number than there used to be. But the international sensation and licensing sensation that they need this to be is over. Done. Do you know another thing? Another basic principle of sales that I was taught. What's that? That it's very, very difficult to get a new customer, but it's really easy to lose one. To lose one. And they, and you lose them quietly. That's the thing is customers, most customers, the vast majority, when they're upset, they're not going to go, F you. Why did you treat me like that? They're just going to go, never going back. Bye. And that's what Hollywood's dealing with right now. And, and after years of trying to deny this problem, there, you know, I don't know if it's self-reflection or navel gazing. You will decide later. Uh, but they are they are starting to at least the conversation's starting to come up. And I I noticed that a few months ago. Like like they really got, oh shit, we're out of money. Oh shit. We pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, you did. And uh none of like even if you come out and say you're sorry, which you should. Um, it's not going to get everybody back. That's basically what the 60th anniversary is. It's it's an attempted apology while trying to have their cake and eat it too, agenda wise, um, to hook you into the new doctor. So it is it is, I mean, pretty much a bait and switch. It is. We'll bring back tenant. What what as and I suggested is bring back tenant for a season, for an mm. entire season, and revisit old doctors. Paul McGann should have his own fucking show. Period. Like, at least a minute, at least a six issue miniseries, six episode miniseries. Six episode something. miniseries. The man, he's still he still can do it. He he's kind of an embodiment of the doctor, and he's so fucking good. Poor guy. And he looks great. And he looks great. I mean, he's 61, 62, looks fantastic. Yep. Really good shape. I, great I, hair. Doctor Who fans, uh a lot of good ones out there, man. It was a good fun fandom. We got destroyed by politics and a few lunatics on, you know, who migrated from Tumblr to Twitter. And it's sad what happened to it. But we do, we got, you know, 50 years of really good shit. That's a lot. And I'm grateful for the, that. Yeah. Yeah. But the irony, of course, is that, well, not the irony. The tragedy. Tragedy. Of it is we could have 50 years more. But easily people, people are putting them they're putting it themselves we're living in a, a, the age of the narcissist i've said this before in, in videos the moment that we stopped viewing things through the lens and turned the lens on ourselves we became a a nation a society of narcissists identity over story is just where it all starts to fail and that started in 2016 identity was prior to prioritized over story uh, I think everybody here would agree with me. Like, we don't even need to be talking about superhero fatigue. Superheroes are a medium. They're a medium, technically. I mean, they're going to be called a genre, but they're a medium because superheroes are from comic books, which is a medium that has multiple genres, which means you can have the crime, noir, daredevil, Batman-ish, the shadow. You can do all that. You can do science fiction with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you could do adventure with, you know, with Spider-Man. You can, like, horror. You can do every genre possible. Spy, thriller, uh, within comic books. But instead, everything became Guardians of the Galaxy. Even fucking Flash. Even Flash became Guardians of the Galaxy. Stupid humor. 
uh, music, uh, you know, which worked for one movie. Uh, and instead, they just turned it into gobbledygook soup of CGI splooge, which is the technical term, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scientific. But there's no way. It, like, it, it could go on forever as, as, a, as a driver for the box office. But it, it, it's not. The best comic book movie ever made was Dread. Literally a perfect movie, says Jet Engine for $20. You will not get an argument from me. The difference, though, between, like, there wasn't a Western coming out every fucking week, you know? And, and, and there wasn't a streaming... By the West. Well, no, the thing was, there was actually more Westerns. I mean, like, it wasn't... It, I'd have to go back. I, I wasn't alive in the 50s and in the 60s, but I do know that there was a lot of Western TV shows and a lot of Western movies, but no, I don't think it's at the level of D-plus streaming shows and Marvel movies. Just on the Marvel side... Counting Secret Invasion, which is not finished, 18 projects since 2021. 18. And Mahler's going to disagree with me, and so is As, and that's fine. But of the Disney Marvel stuff produced, 18 projects. The only things that were good were Guardians of the Galaxy, Christmas Special, and 3. And I mean good. Not great. Not, not the best thing ever made. I mean, good. Out of 18 fucking projects. No, these Marvel projects? Disney Marvel only, not Sony. Not so Sony. Not Sony. So we no, no Way Home is far and away right. the best. Now add all the DC stuff to that. Now add all the Sony stuff to that. Uh, Sui- it's, the it's, Suicide it's, Squad I liked. The Batman. No, no, no. I mean, just yeah. as, as, a, as a project, as a as project, superhero so project. 18, and I believe it was since 2020, we'll be fair. So starting yeah. with Birds of Prey. I think we can add five to that. So that's 23 projects. And then uh, Morbius, uh, okay. Spider-Man, No Way Home, no Way Home. Uh, Venom 2, uh, Across the Spider- Spider-Verse. That's uh, 27 projects. Out of 27 projects, like four were good in the last three to four years. Or no, two to three years. Out of 27 projects. So like one out of every... Five projects is good. That's that's fatigue. And we're not even talking about Invincible and the boys and all the other side, you know, superhero stuff they had on TV. There's so many more projects like the whole, you know, flame burns twice as bright, burns out twice as fast. It's better to burn out than the fade away. That's what they say. This shit will fade. This is <laughs> it's fading. It's starting out. to fade, yeah. I still think most people will see the end of superhero genre after Endgame. I, oh, most people tag Endgame as the end of the era. Yeah. I think Razor Fist had the best term for it. It's the superhero hangover. We're in the hangover fa- phase. It just won't I prefer stop. ending it at Infinity War than uh, Endgame. Sure. No, yeah, but I mean... I agree. Endgame is at least the... the Full stop. Hey, ultimately, theory. Thanos won. <laughs> he just did. Yes. You want to talk about getting meta? <laughs> he snapped yeah. everything. Uh, He's trying to save us. He's unsuccessful. Yep. Uh, Ade Robertson for nine ninety nine for last night's gaming stream. It was amazing. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate my two friends here for being very patient um, with their special needs friend, which is me. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, General Grievous for four ninety nine. Have you guys heard Mr. Krabs sing the Eminem song without me? The AI cover song scene is scary good. I haven't, but I will. I'm a I'm actually a big early SpongeBob fan. Early SpongeBob was genius, absolute genius. It was a little adult, you know. My favorite story in SpongeBob. I was watching it with my kid. And it was the seahorse episode from season one, two, or three. I can't remember. And uh, SpongeBob walks up to the seahorse. He's all, ah, look, it's a mechanical horse. And he pulls out a quarter. And then off screen, you can tell that he put the quarter in the seahorse's ass. <laughs> it goes, boing. Oh, <laughs> and the seahorse kicks up. It's so fucking fun. I'm like, holy shit. He just put a quarter in a seahorse's ass. <laughs> I was like, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, shout out to all my anti-fans. Uh, Aguino Olviencia for $2. I apologize for screwing up your name. Eugenio Olviencia. Eugene? Is it like Eugenio? Like I think so. Eugenio? Eugenio? I don't know. Eugenio? <laughs> uh, or Gigantin? I don't fucking know. Linguini? I've been kicked out of three high schools. <laughs> I don't know. But at least I'm not from Alabama. Shit. Just kidding. I like Alabama. I drove through it. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful state. Um, Slain Hope for $5. Hollywood is doomed after the rust shooting in New Mexico. California tried to ban all firearms, including fakes from film sets. Now they have a firearm safety officer on set. It was literally a 22-year-old who didn't know anything about firearms and had never held a gun in their life. Yeah, her dad was an armorer. It was nepotism. It was nepotism, and she was she was way too concerned about fucking Instagram than I don't know making sure everything was safe. Uh, the fact that that movie's even being finished is fucking horrible. It's fucking evil. It's e it's evil. Like, I I think um, what's he called? Alec Baldwin. I think he's a very evil man. Yeah, and he, he produced the movie, so fuck him. Absolutely disgusting, self-absorbed. Uh, narcissist, and we know we said it's a lot, but he does. No, he just, his his is clinical, dude. Yeah, he is so preoccupied with himself. Uh, he just he's just a comes across fucking evil. Yeah. Brian Freeze for nine ninety nine says hi, peeps. What do you think of the Mike Mignola universe, Hellboy comics? One of the best things ever created in comic books, without a doubt. Read Hellboy right. book. Hellboy Mike is, Mignola, very stylized artist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very it, it, a Kirby-esque, mm. but it's stylized. Well, very, very, very respected. And that, that image that I tweeted out yesterday, the She-Hulk comic. Yeah. And, you know, some people were saying, well, you know, this, this guy's actually a good artist. I'm gonna, can I share it? Is this okay? Yeah, absolutely. It's an older uh, image, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's about, it's about two, 2015, so it's I, not, you know... They're, but, but they're trying you know, very hard to be. That's that's Mike Allred. That's trying to be Mike Allred, Madman, and, and, that's, and uh, not Javier pulling it off. Pulido, yeah, our friend Chuck Dixon. He's worked. He's worked with Javier and Robin. Year one. Uh, he likes. You know, appreciates his work. Uh, I, I, you know, whether you, whether you like his stylized work, that's for you personally. I don't think it would be for my taste, even at the best of times, with this this artist personally. But uh, this, this sort of this sort of thing, 
is uh, 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 how how do you think you're going to sell a comic with that? How? It does. It looks like look. It looks like a fucking fourth grader for it. I I don't even want to look. Well, and that's it. the that was part of the problem in uh in that era where I was selling books is we were getting these like fucking awesome covers, dude. And then they crack it open and see that. You know. Well, I I got the uh, I love Stanley Lau art gym. Stanley Lau, incredible artist. Love his love his work. And I so I bought the four Fantastic Four number one covers that he did of each of the Fantastic Four. And then I opened I thought, well, since I've got it, let's read it. Let's see if this is any good. And I opened it up and the artwork inside was fucking trash. Yeah. And just trash. Go, go look up Mike Allred. He's fucking great. Great artist. And a lot of people try to riff on him, but yeah, not, not very good. No, that, that's part of the problem. Again, we're, we're, we're missing comic book artists, and they were really going for the alternative press expo type people. Uh, zine artists, independent comic artists who just weren't, Cal Arts kind of shit, who just weren't up to snuff for comic book. I mean, it, it, it might work well for your, you know, uh, your semi-autobiographical lesbians on a unicycle comic book, but uh, not, not for She-Hulk. Uh, Sound Kaiser for for nine ninety nine. As thoughts on Skybound Comics getting the rights to make Transformers comics. I I dog I ain't been collecting Transformers comics since UK one stopped. It went to IDW and it just came a lot of shit. No point. So um, again, it's another. I said to me, it's I love Transformers, but I love my G one Transformers and the new cartoon. It's just crap. It's just fucking woke shit. The movies are fucking shit. Or, uh, you, you, you get to a point where you just get so apathetic that you don't. You're not. You're not interested in trying out new media. You do what I'm doing over here. You go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick up some incredible G1 as, toys. As would you say? By, you got hmm? fatigued. Um, I, I think I got the the in, I got the love punched out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no. how it feels. It doesn't feel like fatigue. It feels like uh, somebody said, do you love this? And I went, yes, I do. And then they just ripped it up in front of me and going. How, how many times have Transformers fans, I would count myself as one of them, have just said, just give us a G, some G1 shit. Just yeah. With no people. We'll watch the shit yes. out of that over and over again. Which is what the, at least Earthrise at least that's what Earthrise, what it did, you know, it's telling the stories of the Transformers as opposed to... Well, like opening a Bumblebee. That's superb! It's great. Best, it's... Ten, best 10 minutes of any Transformer movie ever! Yes, it is. Talking about here. But I like Sam Witwicky. <laughs> <laughs> Even Spike, they, they're not in the cartoons a lot. In the grand scale, even the you know even the OG tw tw uh, 1984 cartoon, it is 95678 Transformers and just a smidge of the human characters. Yeah, like a couple of people, you know. I, that's that's all we mean. And like, they can't do it. Uh, no, you see, the audience needs to relate. Relate to somebody. And they can't relate if they don't see a human on the screen. 
Oh, really? That's what they say. That's what they say. That's so they say. So, will I be willing to try it out? Probably not. Maybe you can twist my arm to pick up the first issue to see. But when you have Transformers talking about fucking they, thems, and Optimus Prime respecting somebody's pronouns, you're just like, oh, fuck yourself. Seriously. Go take your transforming arm and shove it up your ass. Gabriel Knight for $9.99. Why does Indy 4 get more hate than Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones when it's objectively a better movie? Also, I think Temple of Doom is better than Last Crusade. It took a risk and Crusade played Fuck it safe. Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Object this is an objectively I zoned out on the rest of that. Gabriel has a right to their opinion. Uh, you know what? That's a good Absolutely. question. No I think, matter how wrong it is. Um, is Crystal Skull better than Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones? I'd have to is say it, yes. Phantom no, Menace? no, yes, no. yes, no, yes. No. Wait, what, what was the no. question? Is Crystal Skull better than Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones? I'd have to rewatch no. it. Uh, but it may be better than Attack of the Clones because Attack of the Clones is atrocious. But I would, I would rather watch. Uh, I don't like Phantom any Menace. of them. Okay, so like you're just asking me, like uh, I. Uh, I, I'm not gonna watch any of them ever again. So, well, true, true. Um, yeah, it's about three films I will. But never But if I was gonna again. watch something I intend to never watch again, it would probably be Crystal Skull because I have to do a review. So that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt. Oh, chat's getting real spicy. Riled up right here. Yeah. Yeah. See lots of no's here. You know what would really, Gary? What's better? Revenge of the Pole. Sith or Crystal Skull? Pole. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Pole. All right. Revenge One of the Sith. Because I was like that for a second. Pole. Okay. Do a pole. Yeah. So what, what is the pole? The prequels versus Crystal Skull? Uh, which is the better film? Crystal Skull, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Oh, everybody's going to pick Phantom Menace. Film? Phantom Menace is going to win. But I, you want Crystal Skull to win, huh? I, I'm not. No, I know. No, no. Huh? Okay, let me. I, I don't think any of them are good. Okay, so I no, don't like not. any of them. <laughs> I don't care. You guys they're vote all, however you like. <laughs> they're all objectively terrible. Films. They're all not very good movies with characters and and situations that we love dearly. Okay, which makes them even worse in my opinion. And like people just want to listen. Disney trilogy is the best thing that ever happened to Phantom Menace, to the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Because at least, at least in both of those... Attack of the Clones hey, has... Um, Attack of the Clones has... Attack of the Clones has... I like the fight between uh, Yoda and Count Dooku, and I like the, the lightsaber duel at the end. I think it's the best one in all the Star Wars films, period. Is uh, it's fucking great. And the music is fucking awesome. The rest of the movie. Jewel of the, it's not, that's not Jewel. What's that one called? I, you know that's what? As a as an original trilogy fan, I have had no desire to see Baby Darth Vader ever. <laughs> I know. Ever. No. That was the first thing I wanted when I saw him in A New Hope. I was like, whoa. I wonder what he was like when he was six. <laughs> I wonder what Sauron was like when he was six. And it's like, fuck no. Give I what time Sauron was like. They might do a flashback. I wonder what Sauron oh, was... was like when he's hanging around in the middle of the fucking ocean looking Well, he heart. was like wanting to smash Guy Ladriel. That's what he wanted to do, obviously. Looking like <laughs> that, was, that was in a secret. That was in letter 1047 of the appendices that were... 
that was totally not written by Simon. But Jane, then, get out of the chat. <laughs> get out. Jane, get out. What, what did Jane say? Jane said the Crystal Skull was fun. Now, if you talk about Crystal Skull vodka, we can talk. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Gary, your golem stream was awesome. You definitely have has skills. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do. Can't wait for the new Indiana Jones movie and your coverage. Hail. Uh, as bad. They just type ASDF, ASDF, like oh, okay. three times. So. You're fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I really can wait to see it. To be honest with you, I can. I could take my time. As a matter of fact, I'm getting um, my crowns replaced the morning before Indiana Jones, and I'm looking forward to that <laughs> more. Oh my god, the high! <laughs> oh, I won't be high. Oh. No. No Novocaine. No. No Novocaine. Well, I'm doing the Novocaine, but I'm not going to be doing like laughing okay. gas or anything like that. No. Oh. Oh no. Gary Crystal Skull got beat the fuck out. I'm not surprised. Heavily. I'm sorry that you're. Uh, you're it's pick a terrible, Crystal terrible, Skull, terrible film. <laughs> Gary was rooting for Crystal Skull. I but... wasn't rooting no. for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all lose. It's like, which do you prefer, cancer, AIDS, or hepatitis? <laughs> I know. Hey, well, Az. If you have AIDS, you can get a job in Toronto. You could. Uh, there's an AIDS-themed restaurant. Uh, well, hey, as well, they'll kill you when you get cold. Oh, you're about to say an AIDS theme park. <laughs> they have an AIDS. They have an AIDS themed restaurant, and uh, Normal World was doing jokes, and they completely missed the Dallas Dallas Buyers Club sandwich. Okay, for the menu, because <laughs> they were making fun of the menu, and I'm like, the Dallas Buyers Club sandwich. Come on, that's like right there. How how could the comedians miss that? <laughs> hey, right. as are there uh, many man milkers? In celeb, oh, in a celeb jihad, as cream nato. <laughs> One can only hope. One can only hope. Uh, Lance, for ten dollars, there are only three Indiana Jones films: The Temple of Correct. Doom, The Last Crusade, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Raiders was a <laughs> Raiders was a good movie, but it's not an Indiana Jones film. Okay, well, you got there. That's funny. It's not. It's not because Indiana Jones is one of the fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's called Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's still an Indiana Jones film, and there's only three, and the last one was The Last Crusade, which was a damn good movie. I'd watch it right now if I could. I might watch it right now. Astari Azul for $1.99. Does Kamala have any fans? Why do they push her? Uh, no. Kamala has uh, Sana Amanat, who has been strangely quiet. Um, yeah, hasn't said anything since I announced that uh, she's been fired from Marvel. Been very quiet. No, not a peep out of her. The only thing that she's tweeted since was a little bit of a push of uh, the Marvel's TV show. She did one tweet, I think. Still nothing. Wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. They don't get these people, folks. Yeah, I said these people. They, were they don't real, get okay. fired like regular people. So they get quietly ushered out. Kamala was introduced. I, I had the shop. She was introduced in Marvel now. But they started really pushing her when Donald Trump did what was called the Muslim ban, which wasn't really a Muslim ban. But that's when they really started pushing the Muslim superhero so they could contradict the man who made all of entertainment, publishing, and big tech, and everybody go absolutely insane. Uh, they really started pushing that hard. And they wanted to make her the next Spider-Man. 
that was said over and over and over and over again as, as recently as January of this year in the Access Media. They were saying Kamala Khan can be the next Spider-Man. Miles Morales can't even be the next Spider-Man, okay? There's only one fucking Spider-Man. I don't know how many times I got to say this. And he's it, got Spider-Man in the title somewhere. It's like, oh, his movie did good. Yeah, how how is comic selling? How is everything else selling? Not so good. I think, didn't we, didn't we already establish earlier in the stream that there is a definite separation between movies and uh, comics? There is. And there's a comic coming out called Strange Academy that features <clears throat> on the title The Amazing Spider-Man, who just so happens to be Peter Parker, and Miles Morales. It doesn't say Spider-Man. It says Miles Morales. That answers the question. An objective truth. Miles Morales. Is Miles if you Morales. want to find a Miles Morales statue on Sideshow, you got to search. You got to search for Miles Morales. There you go. JMD Reed for ten dollars. Temple of Doom is the is the worst of, of the three indie films. Well, I mean, it's the third best, but that still makes it better than most. Just rewatched. Best movie is Lord of the Rings. It's it is one movie. Well, I mean, if you want to consider it that way, the trilogy is one movie. Yes, it is, but it's technically three. Uh, it's, I mean, it's my favorite thing. Uh, Lazy Tom. Lazy Tom for $5. We, uh, who review me, who review or me boogaloo woo woo? Okay. Okay. I think he's asking for the top five Doctor Who. got my list uh but we are eight minutes away from ending so <laughs> uh naughty dog uh as his favorite on the Streamlabs side for twenty dollars we decided to make four good indiana jones or uncharted games after crystal skull so we were pit uh we were so pissed about it just wanted to prove that they're uh that we're better than lucas and spielberg five if you don't count the spinoff well, they made three good Uncharted games. And a really Unch shitty Unch movie. Uncharted 4, not so much. And a really shitty movie. I didn't even I didn't see the movie. I did. I did say did it, you? I did. Tom Holland is did not it, did it not have any sort of fun? Was it not? Tom Holland is not a leading man, dude. If Mark Wahlberg was the leading guy, I probably would have liked it more. But it was Wait, so uh, uh Uncharted, Uncharted movie. movie. Oh, Freeney said it was awful. It's fucking terrible. Uh, Tom Holland is not a leading man. But he's not Nathan fucking Drake. I'll tell you that no. for nothing. That's terrible casting. It is awful casting because he's very tiny. He's very tiny and he looks like five-year-old. Yeah. Even though he's 26. When Nathan, when, when, and then he's acting right next to Mark Wahlberg, who looks like Nathan Drake. It's like... Who looks like Nathan Drake. It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Where Sully's Sully meant to be like 60. Yeah. 60. Oh. There's a there's a clip where he's in an interview and they're talking about I guess some random stuff, but he was recently in that show with uh, Amanda Seyfried, I think, that did terrible. Like everyone hates it; it's got terrible reviews. And he just says he just says very candidly, like, "Yeah, you know, you you just you can never give up. You know, it's it's kind of like how my show. I, I I mean, everyone hates it, and I'm just trying to you know do what I can to oh. you know." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, good lord." <laughs> 
And um, yeah, because there's that, there's there's Uncharted, there's a couple of other things he's done. He's not found a lot of success uh, beyond Spider Man, unfortunately for him. I like I like Tom Holland as a, as I a think person. he's a perfectly good actor. Yeah, he, well, I think as a person as well, he comes across as a really nice guy. But he's not uh, he's not having luck outside of Spooderman, which they they're already sorting out a fourth film, right, for the MCU. I assume. Uh, well, uh, no. Oh, sorry. The, well, so I, well I from know. what I can gather, they're in negotiations with him. And right. he hasn't said committed to saying yes. However, cracky fucking freaky hair has come out and said, yeah. And I don't think he's put pen to paper by the sound of it. Um, well then. Uh, hang on. I'm always break. Why am I always forgetting that woman's name? I think my brain just wants to. I know. It, it, mine's gone dead with her as well. God, the, it always now does. A, a tweaking crackhead. I'm not sure who we're talking about. <laughs> uh, she uh, produced Ghostbusters 2016. Vanessa, no, um, no, no. I always forget her name. Come on, chat. You got to. Chat, help us out. Who's, Amy Pascal. Amy Pascal, yeah. So Amy, Amy Pascal, Pascal came and said they're working on him. one. Now, the, what I heard was that the that he was under contract for Sony for one more but it's not a Marvel movie it's a Sony movie so Marvel and Sony are currently in negotiations but they really haven't moved on that really fast at all have they i mean they just had a movie it's the only superhero movie to hit over a billion dollars since Endgame so in 5 years and they're not on a fast track to make a fucking sequel what's going on what the mm -hmm. fuck is going on? You know what? Sony's playing hardball, as they should, because they're in the fucking driver's seat, and Marvel doesn't have the money. Marvel probably had a brief opportunity to buy Spider-Man, and they chose to buy Fox instead. That was a mistake. Do you think... I, I honestly think that Sony will, like, under no... They probably got, like, a great glass in emergency paper, and then it just says, don't sell Spider-Man. Oh, they never will. They about to die. Don't sell Spider-Man. That's why we're getting across the Spider-Verse and Craven because that is putting Spider-Man properties into production, which will keep their rights in perpetuity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't care if Craven makes any fucking money. They get to keep Spider-Man and they can focus on Spider-Man and uh, bring back, you know, now they're in a total driver's seat. We can bring back Garfield. We can bring back Toby. We can, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And uh, it'll do better than any Marvel film. If they did a, t if they said Sam Raimi makes Spider Man four, it'd fucking kill. Look, it would destroy. This is, I tell you what I would do. I'd do Andrew Garfield and get uh, Gwen Stacy back and and do do a live action with uh, Ghost Spider. You get a decent director and a decent writer. Don't get Kurtzman. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Kurtzman's getting nowhere near this. That's what I would do. Three Birth Thunder for 1999 Raiders is great, but Pain Don't Hurt Roadhouse is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> I liked Roadhouse. It's good. He's, 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 you could feel my wife's titties for $20. <laughs> just, go, this is great. Yeah. Roadhouse. Cheat. Dude, Roadhouse, Next of Kin. Next of Kin's a great fucking movie, too. Patrick Swayze and Liam Neeson. Roadhouse confused the shit out of me. I'm just like, why is this bar in the middle of fucking nowhere? Oh, dude. Need, the, oh, whoa, whoa, need whoa. the most expensive bodyguards of all time. Okay. You think it's crazy, as I just drove through the South. I mean, mm -hmm. all of it. Damn near all of it. I hit seven states. And there were not only bars in the 
fucking middle, what looks like the middle. The thing is, it looks like the middle of nowhere. There's trees everywhere. True. Okay. True. Um, there was quite a few triple X-ray girl shops in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in the middle of wow. nowhere. And I'm like, damn. Like, you'd see, like, a little billboard, like, yeah. Get you. Celebrity Jihad. Celebrity Jihad. I'm not around the corner. royalties from this. What no, the you're heck? not. <laughs> uh, Lady Graymaster for $5. Please don't fire me. I actually love Batman and Robin. Alicia Silverstone looked great in her. Cause she did. She was a fucking terrible yeah. Batgirl, but she looked I great. I that movie, too. But she looked great. And I wanted to be her as a kid. I wanted to be inside. Uh, Big Raj, <gasps> thumbs up, super sticker for $1.99. Thank you very much. The Outsider for five British pounds. Just tuned in. Holy shit, as Where did the other half of you go? Down. <laughs> it just, it's all just there, down. You can't on the save it like fell down. <laughs> it just went. It's like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm like that. We didn't talk about Star Trek. That's, that's you're the, like that's a you're you're like a toothpaste tube. We just squeezed. It all down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just all went down to the bottom. Uh, Vincent Tor uh, Turcotte for two Canadian pesos. Don't you guys have any cell phone? Cell phone. <laughs> hey, Blizzard. Hey, ah. Nice. <laughs> guys. No, I got up, it. Uh, I got it. Davy. Davy verse. Uh, on the Streamlab side for ten sixty nine, very specific. Kids are savage as fuck. Next door kid was getting bullied. I went to break them up. The bully tried starting on me, <gasps> and I told him to go fetch his dad. Turns out he didn't have one. Next door's kid, his dad went for milk and never came back. I was dead laughing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. Uh, hail to the panel. Gary, if you like a Western, you should take a look at uh, the BD, Bond Dissonay, Durango. Uh, I have not only taken a look at it, I own it. 18 oh. volumes, 1981 to 2021. Cheers. Topek, 899. I own some. I own some, some of the translated stuff because I don't speak French. Well, I, got I got the trans stuff. It's a really Ooh. different Western. It's a really different Western, as might like it. Wouldn't give it a go. It's got a nice ride. Viper 6, 699. Hey, Gary Naz, off topic. But who were your favorite classic G.I. Joe Cobra characters? I love Bazooka. Oh, Cobra characters. Okay, Bazooka was not. He was a G.I. Um, Destro. Love Destro because of the, the uh, helmet. Uh, Baroness, of course, because she was the hot. And I love Crimson Guards. Crimson, I love Crimson Guards. Love them, love them, love them. All right, then. All right. I, I've ordered... Right. The, 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 <laughs> I know we're pushing time. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, the Haslabs recently did the G.I. Joe 1 in 6 classified Cobra Hisses. So I ordered two of those. Jeremy, fake, fake G.I. Joe fan, ordered none. Just absolute poser. Right. Yeah, complete. <laughs> <laughs> You got Cobra Hisses for sale, and it's just like, oh, I forgot. Oh, fake fan. So I got, I, I've got this whole thing planned out. I bought myself a bunch of um, uh, Crimson Guards, uh, classified Crimson Guards. I say a bunch. I've got about eight, eight of them. And then I've got some Crimson Bats as well. So I'm, I'm going to 
in the modular case, I'm going to put a like a, a base down inside of it, and I'm going to fill that base with sand. So that's going to go with sand. Then I'm going to put the two cobra hisses like coming over the dune on top of the dune, and I'm going to have this this army of of uh, crimson guards coming over that coming into the you know in front of it and around the dune and all that, and then some crimson bats mixed in with it as well. And then on the other side, I'm going to have the two dragonflies, which are now up on the Haslabs, which you can still get, still about 20 days left or something. And I'm going to have the two dragonfly helicopters uh, coming at them, and I'm going to have a bunch of the G.I. Joes, like Bazooka. Bazooka's my favourite. You know, Snake Eyes and Bazooka, you know, they're my two favourites, uh, you know, and, and all that. Yeah, Duke Snake Eyes is everybody's favourite. That. That's my favourite. Of course. Sergeant Slaughter, when he showed up. That's oh, I've got that. I've got it. I've love got fucking got Sergeant it. Slaughter. You're going to put uh, any Crimson Dawn in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a deep cut. Yes. Crimson Dawn. Peter Brady for twenty dollars. Movies are such a, are in such a bad place right now that there are only three or maybe four that I'm currently looking forward to: Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, possibly Craven the Hunter, and Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible is I'm and Dune Two. I'm genuinely looking forward to. Oppenheimer is like I'm gonna see it. But I'm like, mm. I can't wait to see it. I'm like, I, I'm going to see it. I don't know if I can be asked with Oppenheimer. It's three hours, It'll dude. Depend. It might depend yeah. on what Gary says if he goes and sees it. Yeah. Like, Maybe get some feedback. Some uh, from I'll see it. I'm going to go to the future and tell you what he June said. Two, but... He said it was too long. I just spoke to Gary from the future. You did. I oh. pro I'll probably say it's... I'm it was too long and too boring, and the script's actually not really that good at all. Well, apparently they're... they're like when the nukes went off, though. They're, that was fun. they're playing it really fast and loose with the facts, and Oppenheimer yes. was a complicated no. dude. Okay, so... Uh, but if you've listened to the trailer, there's some very bad dialogue in that trailer. Um, well, maybe we won't be able to hear it. No, but Dune 2, I am looking forward to. I saw that trailer. Looking forward to when they dropped the bomb on Nagasaki. I was in the Flash in IMAX, and the, the best thing I, I saw was the Dune trailer in IMAX. I was like, oh, that looks rad in IMAX. So, Serious mm. question. Are you going to watch Barbie? Yes. Probably. I'm married. And, and my, my, I, like, my wife and I were just talking about it today. She's like, come on, you've got some morbid curiosity of all I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want to see Simu Liu. Just did you, did, you, did you hear what Kate McKinnon said about it? Oh, go for it. He said, it's about gender and how you starve your body of half of your true self or something do you know basically she's saying men of women and women and men what kate well, everyone's everything kate mckinnon yeah. known as what lesbian comedian uh very unfunny lesbian that's probably a better description uh kate mckinnon from Qu ghostbusters 2016 unfunny lesbian 2016 kate, kate mckinnon right uh ghostbusters 2016 she was mm -hmm. in that yeah yes mm-hmm you know, I was going to say, by the way, about uh, Oppenheimer, isn't it kind of nuts that we have a movie coming from someone who's considered like one of the greatest directors of all time, uh, auteur, along, name along with Spielberg and others, and yet everyone is wondering whether or not he's going to mix it properly that we can hear it. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. Well, Mauler, what do you think about this? Do you want to get nuts? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> they sure mixed that perfectly. I heard him loud and clear. Yep.
<laughs> and they got nuts in that movie, man. They, they uh, Malakot sixty three for five dollars. Ha- uh, hail, would love to see you guys do an EFAP movies episode of Dick Tracy. Love y'all. I like Dick Tracy. I like that movie a lot. Good film, but very kind of comic book comic. Well, that's what it was supposed to be. Looks it's like the comic. I know it was. Know. It was basically uh, uh, War uh, Warren Beatty. Warren, Warren Beatty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, doing his best Tim Burton. And well, fu- well, fucking Madonna. Well, fucking Madonna, but with an amazing cast. Like there is an insane cast in that yeah, movie. Al yeah. Pacino's in that fucking movie. So, uh, and I, I liked it a lot. I thought it had tons of style, and I thought it was cool. Bowtie, fun guy, on the Streamlabs side for twenty five dollars. I just got my own copy of uh, Joe Frankenstein Part One, my second comic book. Oh, that's awesome. The uh, the start to my collection. With ISOM number one. Hail, Eric July. Eric, if you're out there, uh, we're going to get you on a real BBC sooner than later in the next couple weeks. Because I know he's watching right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's all he's doing. I know he's he's got things coming up that he wants to talk about. He's got so much shit coming up. But there's there's something coming up that he wants to talk about that I want him to talk about. I'm waiting for Joe Frankenstein part two. ISOM number two. The Ghost of Matakumbe. Key First kill, mm. Ghost of the Badlands. Can't wait for Ghost of the Badlands. And Shadow of the Conqueror, which is in the works, in the works. As got, uh, as, sorry, Shad. Uh, I get you Kiwis mixed up. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got his printing stuff worked out. Uh, Hammer, now for $9.99. Mahler, is Buffy, in Buffy, what's your take on the inconsistencies between vampires and how exactly their souls operate? Uh, there's a lot of theories that get expanded and changed as time goes on. They clearly change their mind on a couple things, but I think it does sit relatively well. And I think it's some of the most impressive, like soul mechanics to help explain, you know, soul mechanics as a mechanic is, 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 is crazy, right? So you almost think like what souls and there's mechanics like, yeah, kind of. And they, the soul in Buffy represents your ability to choose. Basically you're not an ego monster or an id monster. I should say um, that's what Joss, I think wanted it to be. Vampires are supposed to represent never growing up versus the main characters who do. Um, all the monsters are supposed to represent something of a challenge to growing up. <clears throat> Buffy's seven seasons are supposed to represent different things that you learn as a person as you're growing up from memory. I think it's supposed to be season one's mortality, season two's sexuality, season three's morality rather than mortality, season four's identity, season five's sacrifice, season six is essentially like the enemy that is yourself, depression, a lot of to do with the mind and stuff. And then seven is supposed to be leadership, which is like the last stage of becoming an adult, or at least for a lot of people. I find all that really, really interesting. And I like how it applies in a lot of ways. The soul mechanics, though, they get complicated because ultimately it's like you get (laughs) uh, Spike, Angel, losing and gaining and all kinds of curses and different behaviors. It, It... you have to take it episode by episode and try and figure it out. It's it's literally 12 seasons of soul mechanics and vampires and different creatures, demons that sometimes have seemingly have souls, but also maybe don't and blah, blah, blah. I think it does pretty okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I really like it, and I think it was a good show. Character. Uh, for the most part, not the entire series, there's character consistency, and there's and that's and the characters are engaging. You fuck with the inconsistencies on some of the plot mechanisms. That can be overshadowed with good character and dialogue. I've always said that. Michael Moore, 
for $50. Gary, is it, uh, Gary, it is time to get off the MCU and start talking about making the live-action movies for the Elric saga. Uh, my beliefs on that is I would love to see that someday. Do not make them now. Do not make them now. Or Elric will be a, uh, a black woman with a shaved head. Okay. But uh, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. Uh, Bowtie Fungi, should I bag and board my comics with the new stuff, or are they good the way they are shipped? Uh, they, with, uh, I would, if you want to bag and, if you want to upgrade, I would use Mylar. But th they're pretty good with the stuff. They're, you're fine with the stuff that was shipped in for now. We've got the casting for Superman Legacy. That we do? Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, share, share, really? Share it below, yeah. Wait, is it public? It is public. All right. Superman Legacy, James Gunn taps David Cornswet and Rachel Brosnahan uh, for Clark Kent and Lois in DC Studios. Uh, She's the one from Miss, the Miss Maisel show, right? Yep, so that was rumored. Was in House of Cards. Uh, and the guy on the left doesn't look uh, that different from Henry Cavill, so I don't know why oh, he just... Really? Very strong chin. Yeah, how old is David Corey? Well, Sweat? I mean, that about wraps it up for Comic-Con. That would have been a pretty good Comic-Con announcement, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it says they haven't announced themselves for Comic-Con, so they could easily say, no, we're not coming. Oh, he's 29. No. So, yeah, I guess yeah, they're hoping ten, to get ten a lot years of time younger than than 10 years younger? All right. I mean, he kind of looks like Superman. It's not, you know. No, I mean, physically looks... Hey, they cast Have a white guy as Superman. I'm fucking shocked. And Lois. And Lois. And Lois. She looks pretty. I mean, I think, she's, yeah, I mean, she's got a, a Margot Kidder-ish thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, it, we'll see. We'll see. Um, that's way, way to kill Blue Beetle. <laughs> All your other movies. Dude. Dude, it was already dead. It was already dead. It was already dead. It's a dead man walking. Yep. Um, James Gunn should be focusing completely on Superman and nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else matters. If you don't get this, if this Superman movie doesn't make a billion fucking dollars and it's not a massive hit, your universe is dead on arrival, which I think is the case. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Snyder fans are going to be pissed. Henry Cavill fans are going to be pissed. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Breaking news. That's what you come to the real BBC for, don't you? Like, right at the end. <laughs> we were the first people to ever say what the casting was. Well, yes, we were. <laughs> yes, we were. Uh, wow. Um, I'll have to dig into it. I've got a video coming out right after this that doesn't talk about it at all. But uh, we will, I'm sure we're going to talk about this the rest of the week. we got Friday Night Tights coming up with Baggage Claim. Nice. Baggage Claim is coming. She's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Indiana Jones will suck all the oxygen out of the room for everything once it comes out. <laughs> Believe me. And then suck all the energy out of our souls. And then we'll forget about it. Five days after it flops. Uh, three more to go. Rick Cox for $19.99 with the Elon and Zuckerberg fight in the air. What would everyone's ideal matchups for UFC between members of the real BBC and the toxic brood from EFAP and FNT? Oh, as versus Mahler. Uh, that's, that's, I totally. He's an eldritch god. Yeah. But you can get a gun. 
<laughs> Guns aren't effective on Eldritch gods. I need like uh, I need like holy water and some sort of religious artifacts <laughs> from two thousand years ago and banishing rituals and. You'll need the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail. Yeah, dual wield. <laughs> Unavailable 151 on the Streamlab side for $25. Hail. Why does it say Hail FNT? <laughs> Hail FNT. Shout out to they my dad. <laughs> Shout out to my dad who got one of your Different shirts day, on his shit. Father's Day gift uh, one week late. I know he's watching this right now, and I hope yeah. and he hopes Dan Bass gets to a million before Gary. Honestly, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> fuck your fuck your dad. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I see. I see who my friends are. I do. I, 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 I see. Okay. John gets gets uh, for twenty dollars on the Streamlab side. Funny story from the world of manga. We'll In be one, the judge of that. Yeah, we'll be the yeah. judge of that. Uh, In One Piece, a character gag was misinterpreted as trans representation. Representation. I think I remember this. The author made a color spread recently, having her with the woman and promptly got death threats, got, had her as a woman and promptly got death threats from people having their fan theories contradicted. Uh, yeah, it's about, um, as were you talking about this? Somebody was talking about this on a live stream. They take ownership. They, they have these little fan theories, then they take ownership. Uh, these little uh, sex on um, on on the on the internet on Twitter, and uh, yeah, like uh, sex on the internet. Well, who was talking no. about no oh, sex? This is, this is, this is not about sex the, uh, with the an Gwen, X. Sex is in groups. Is in groups. Sex. 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 Um, it was uh somebody. I think it might have been just some guy talking about uh, a Gwen in Miles Morales too. Yeah, because it's because about the, of the colors, which are trying to say that Gwen was trans because there were trans colors when they're just, uh, as he pointed out, pastel colors of Spider-Man's mm. colors. That's all they are. But they're also talking about the fact that she had protect trans kids above yes. her door. So, so the, all of a sudden she's trans, a yeah. trans badge to like Gwen's transies. And then everyone's just going, she ain't trans, shut the fuck up. And the person that was saying it was just like, well, she's trans in my head canon and and. I guess nobody has a problem with that, but it's not going to be that way. It'll be a group. Of, and then, like, if the creators come out and say she isn't, they'll get destroyed. They'll get yeah, destroyed. It's about, it's about implanting the implanting the. So the it's idea. going to force them to say yes eventually at some mm. point. Right. Which well, this uh, is what the media does as well, though. The media, when it comes to casting, you know what that's called? Authoritarian. We need a black Superman. It's called authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am going to force and intimidate you to believe something you don't believe and never intended. Yeah, welcome to the way to become what you hate. All right, we're going to end it there. As what you got coming up? Um, could you narrow it down to 20 things? I got the real BBC on Friday to go with today's FNT. Okay, lots trying to finish off. Well, trying to finish off and just trying to play as much Final Fantasy 16 as possible. After I finish Final Fantasy 16, the next game I'm going to do is going up, only up, only up. How high? Uh, Sunday, I will still do, even though there's no Super Trek script, I will still do an afternoon tea with Az on Sunday. Let's keep that going because that's been going well so far. It's been a lot of fun. So let's do that on Sunday, Sunday fun day. 
Sunday, 6 p.m. UK time. Uh, afternoon tea with us, 2.30 UK time. This Thursday, fully articulated Robert Man Burnett's channel. Friday, Friday Night Heights with Baggage Claim and other people. I'll be talking about Indiana Jones, Jones. and the Temple of Poon. Um, do you think they rushed out the Superman casting to, I don't know, contradict the abysmal second week drop off of a movie that James Gunn said was fucking amazing? Do you think that Honestly, might have sped no, that I up? Think they rushed it. I think they rushed it out because they're not going to go to Comic-Con. Uh, honestly, that's what I think. Well, I, I don't think they ever intended to, but I think uh, I think both can be true. I think they really needed to counteract that narrative because uh, these flops are doing so much damage to a brand that's already damaged that was never built yeah. up that, uh, you know. And they've got so many more to go. I know, dude. Sweet. <laughs> so, and Superman's not coming out till 2025, right? So that's the one smart thing DC is doing is they, they have one movie coming out next year, but that's not long enough a break. They need like a three-year break. Three year break minimum. Uh and it's still not gonna help. It's not gonna help, folks. Once uh once the uh, um once it starts to cascade, it turns into an avalanche and dies. Mahler, what you got coming up? Editing, 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 editing. Saturday, you'll be able to watch EFAP do a breakdown of Indiana Jones and the Death of Destiny. Uh that's gonna be fun. Checking out Dialysis uh, of Destiny. How it ends <laughs> again. <laughs> probably probably spending a lot of time talking about how they ended it in the third one really well and that it never should have gone into a fourth or fifth, but whatever. This is what happened and that we're going to punish Lucasfilm just a little bit for existing at this point. Uh, Lucasfilm has done that to itself. But and don't worry, the Acolyte, the Acolyte is coming out. <laughs> is it? When? My goodness. Is it? Yes, it is. Are we sure on that? Well, they shot Are it. Are we sure on that? They shot it. I have seen rumors of cancellation, but I didn't know if any of it was like true. Well, they said Leslie Headland had been fired. That'd be pretty big news. Or she either quit or got fired. That'd be pretty big news. You don't, like, secretly fire somebody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when they're the head of your show. We'll find out. Ooh. What do you got coming up? Man? A, a video in months? Um, in months, in years, more yep. than likely. But uh, also, yeah, EVAP, Indiana, and we're going to have, uh, possibly have, some fun guests, including, but not limited to, someone who is here right now. The one who claims that the best Indiana Jones film <laughs> is uh, King of the Crystal Skull. You know, we're going to debate him on that. Yep. Debate me, brah. Because Kingdom of the Skulls of the Crystals is just not very good, okay, Gary? I'm tired of you uh, I'm tired of you rooting for it. It's enough. Got to stop this. You just hate Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Doesn't he do it. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Isn't he a Catholic now or something? Maybe. Oh, well, I don't good know. Good for him. It's on Catholic. Oh. X-Ray Girl. What you got coming up? Uh, I am going to be playing games on my channel as per usual. Um, and uh, oh, tomorrow we have Steph, my nerdy home, coming on Poor Choices. So if you have any questions, we're going to post a post on Twitter if you, for her. Um, just reply there or come and actually join and ask in the chat while we drink wine and become the wine moms that Gary talks about. We're just not moms. All right. I'm not a mom. 
I have two dogs. Not yet. People cringe. <laughs> one day. One day. There's two of me. Right there. There's one on his face. It's really <laughs> weird to say out loud. It's an extra kill. kills something. Of what? <laughs> wow. Why did I say uh, that? The real BBC in the top five of Doctor Who returns next week on Az's channel. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, I've got I've got new law for that. My new law for that is we're saving it for a rainy day. It's always raining it's, somewhere. Yeah, especially look, in the UK, dude. Next week, it's gonna be, all we're going to talk about next week is probably Indiana Jones oh, and yeah, that's shit. true. And Superman casting and Superman superhero casting fatigue and all, and all kinds of, of shit. Yeah. Uh, is Adrian Curry in the chat? What's up, Adrian? She was earlier. I saw her. Hail Adrian Curry. Cool people. Uh I got a video coming out. Fuck it. I'll put it out today. I usually like don't don't like to put them out this late in the afternoon, but screw it because uh we got Secret Invasion and Indiana Jones and Witcher to deal Witcher with in three. the next fucking week. So you're just getting a lot of stuff, okay? <laughs> All right. Is Witcher dropping it? Is it just shitting out his ass? Shitting out uh his uh Netflix's ass, uh six yeah. episodes, midnight auto flush sort of stuff. Uh oh. On Midnight Thursday. I might watch the first episode. It's too that's, that's, that's all out. That's all out. Oh no, I cancel Netflix. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to watch till like after Friday, dude. It's just not in the cards. All right, so look for videos and stuff and things. And thanks for watching. Geek grind coffee. Meta PC. Sorry, we couldn't put the commercial up front. X-ray girls fired. Wow. You're fired! Is it because I'm so hot? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's because you're Asian. <laughs> you don't, you'll it's go, you're a woman like and you're Asian. Is... <laughs> I feel like People? I'm like a kid again. My parents are like, not good enough. It was an A minus. You should be getting A's. Yeah. You should be getting good night. Thanks to the Mod Rodics. Thanks to everyone who left Super Chat and Donation. You will get the rest on a square up, which will be Sunday. It's not going to be Thursday because Thursday is going to be a busy day. I'll be watching Indiana Jones and Yay. doing a review. So uh, look for the square up on Sunday and uh, all kinds of stuff coming up this week. So you'll probably get sick of me. Until then, yeah. see you next time. Bye, boo. Bye, bye. Are we going to play the theme? I guess we could. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences.